small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle joining us today. This is a listener. He's in from, I forget where he's in from. We'll find out in a minute. I'm just going to introduce him right now. James Sandlin. How are you doing, James? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, James, you told me downstairs. Oh, we're at the house. We're in the house. We're at the rock room. Mm-hmm. We call it the rock room. That's stupid, yeah. That's stupid right? <laughs> I think people like it. I don't know if anyone really rocks up here. <laughs> it's a room where my CDs are and my signed albums. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a rock room. Yeah. Um, so, James, you have a newborn uh, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, she's Thir- 13 thir- months. 13 months. Yeah. Do you want to tell us her name? Hikari. Hikari. Yeah. It, tell uh, me where that comes from. It's Japanese. It means uh, light or illumination. Is your wife Japanese? She's half Japanese. Half Japanese. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, thank you. First baby. First baby. How's it going so far? It's great. Uh, Isn't it great? I, um, it's so cliche, but uh, I just never considered the wonder of watching a baby grow up. It's unbelievable. I, I only thought of the bad stuff when we were talking about having a kid. <laughs> oh, there's bad stuff too. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, it's just, and you do, do you do everything? You get in there, you're changing the diapers, oh, yeah. you're feeding, you're doing mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah. yeah I love do that, that stuff. stuff. Do that stuff because... She's, she's amazing. She's, she slept through the night like at two and a half months old. That's so, great. So uh, I feel very blessed. Yeah. My, our oldest was not a good sleeper at night and she finally got good around 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost not a lie. But, uh, so James, and where are you in from? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. You're here. For, you're in, that's where Kyle's, uh, uh fiance lives. Eh? Fiance lives in Brooklyn, New mm-hmm. York. She's at NYU University. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. in film or? Uh, she's studying acting and writing. Okay. Well, you're hugging awesome. the microphone very oddly. What do you do? You I was. I'm trying to slightly adjust. Oh, it okay. And figure out what the because it was. All right. Getting office. All right. It, you look like you were making out with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been in Brooklyn? Uh, since 2011. Do you like it there? I love it there. Did the job take you there? Uh, no. Um, I went to school at the University of Maryland. Okay. Uh, history degree, which was useless. And, uh, uh, my wife got a job and, uh, she's a librarian. And okay. so we moved to Brooklyn. What, uh, and where is she a librarian? She just changed jobs. She's now a librarian at FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. Okay. Cool. That's... She just met Tim Gunn. So she's, wow. uh, she's on. The, the, nine. hello, very nice to meet you. <laughs> I saw him buying a paper once and oh, he said I'd good like morning a, to me. Oh, good morning. I'm getting a copy of the uh, Los Angeles Times. How's Hikari? <laughs> she said he was super nice and he told her to call him Tim. So <laughs> call me Tim. <laughs> that might I not call be him, a good uh, I call Tim him Gunn impression. I can, uh, you know what? If I heard Tim Gunn, then I could imitate him, but I haven't heard him for so long. Yeah. That's the best I could do. I call him Machine Gun. Oh, okay. That's my nickname for him. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're in for Thanksgiving. So you mm-hmm. didn't you didn't fly here just to do this, for God's sake. No, but uh, but we you it was a nice, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you're and you're sick. You're not feeling well. So your wife was like, "Yeah, please go somewhere else for <laughs> a couple hours." Yeah, she just got over it, so she gave it to me. She gave it to you. Yeah, and you, the, and 
what about your daughter? She she's not sick or she is sick. She is sick. She's got a double whammy of an ear infection and a respiratory virus. And you feel horrible when the baby gets sick. I do because you feel like it's your fault. And then uh, it's always it's stressful when the kids when the kids are sick. even when they're sick now. It's still stressful. I hate it. It's just something in their eyes like just makes me uh, so sad. Yeah, he this guy here, my my nephew. You were sick for like two weeks, and that was stressful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm terrible. I thought you were dying. Yeah, you're good now, though. We're all mm-hmm. good now. This week we won't be. We're gonna catch, catch <laughs> yeah. it from Jay as soon as he leaves. I'm Lysol everywhere, <laughs> wiping down all the doorknobs. You're, he's actually sitting like with his arms crossed, so not to touch anything. <laughs> yeah, You'll be fine. Sorry. Um, so James, so are you a stay-at-home dad right now, or do you have a job? No, I work in uh, film. I'm an assistant production accountant. Oh, cool. Uh, right now I'm on uh, Elementary season seven. Uh, over at uh, oh, yeah. CBS. Oh wait, wait, that's with uh, that's with uh, don't tell me. She was in uh, Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. What's it, Lucy? Lucy Liu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the guy is um, he was married to uh, he was married to Angelina Jolie at one time. Oh, give me his initials. J L M. J L M. Jason. No. No. <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller. Yes. yes. All right. Look at that. I love it. We're playing a game already. This is fun. Um. It's funny, I've never seen that show, but it's in its seventh season, so people are watching it. I've never seen it either. <laughs> I just he's, worked on it. Is he Sherlock Holmes? Yes. Yeah. And she's, uh, she's Joan Watson. Joan. Oh, they mixed the yeah. change the gender around. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? Sure. How come they didn't change the gender around for him too? Make it two ladies. Mm-hmm. They're not 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 progressive enough over yet over at CBS. <laughs> Seven seasons. I know. Well, that's like that Hawaii Five O. I think is in its like tenth season. Yeah. I the remember, new one? Yeah. I really? remember when that just popped on TV, and I'm like, I'm going to have to check that out, and then I never did. Wow. I'm like, that might be fun. Are you checking out, Kyle, to see how long Hawaii Five-0 has been on TV? Yeah. Just, I just want to talk about anything other than this band that we have <laughs> today. <laughs> no. It's been on eight seasons. Eight seasons. That's close to ten. Closer to ten than five. True. Have you seen it ever? No. There's shows I've never, I've never seen one second of the original Magnum P.I. Really? Not one second of it. I thought that'd be like Pooh Wheelhouse. Like, uh, uh, I thought that would be yeah. your favorite show. No, or, no not no? at all. I've never seen a second of it. Mm. Golden Girls? No, never. Mm. Never seen any of it. What about you? Nope. No? Nope. Is there a show you've never seen anything of? Uh, I never watched ER. I was big when I was growing up. You can see, I've seen every, ep- every episode of ER. Mm. I've seen. He's not seen one. I've not seen that. I've not seen The Wire. You haven't seen The Wire? Mm-mm. I haven't seen The Wire. Do you always either. get, like when you say that, do you always get the yeah. same tone? Yeah. Oh, the Wire. It's, it's the greatest show ever created. Yeah. That makes me not want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? When people are that over the top about something that they love, that makes me, that ter- put, that puts me off. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, uh, my friend that I'm visiting out here, actually, mm-hmm. Dennis, he refused to watch The Godfather until I forced him. <laughs> and then he, he watched all three in one night. No, so wait. I, uh, but you know, you can do that with The Godfather. The Wire, what is there, 75 episodes? Yeah, yeah it's something see, like something like that. I don't know if I want to take the plunge. It's so good though. Do you, do you like Breaking Bad? Yeah, I'd and, say, I lo- and I love Better Call Saul. Yeah, I'd say those two are like the the best TV shows. Best TV as, shows like, ever. Uh, delivering. Mm-hmm. And then Magnum PI, <laughs> the new one, mm-hmm. the reboot with no mustache. Yeah, they should have given him a mustache. Oh, uh, with Jay Fernandez. Yeah. Where he's like uh, the first episode, he's like skydiving out of a, a plane. Oh, I guess so. Oh, that was, Magnum doesn't. That's not what Magnum PI does. He rides around in a Corvette. This Magnum PI shaves his mustache and 
doesn't wear a baseball cap. Does he wear a baseball cap? Yeah, he's he's still a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, Detroit Tigers fan still. Mm -hmm. See how long that show Blue Bloods has been on. That's that's (laughs) Tom Selleck's new show, and I think that's been on for a a bunch of. uh, Right around the corner from. Does it really? Yeah. Got one of the Wahlbergs in that. Uh, That has been on since it's season nine. Season nine of that shit show. And I've actually seen a couple episodes of that. That's like a show that your parents watch. Probably. That's a show my dad would watch and go, oh, you know what? It's a good show, that Blue Bloods. I'd go, shut up. <laughs> that show sucks. <laughs> my mom loves to watch those TV shows about murder, like the one hour. Like, uh, yeah, my grandfather loves yeah. watching those too. You mean like the real life murder? Yeah. She'll fall asleep to like the most grisly murders. She must and have horrible dreams. <sighs> you better keep one eye open when you sleep over there at night. <laughs> Her and, and my sister, they just love that. I don't know why. Like the true ones. Like, yeah, yeah. Where where like it just goes on for like, like the whole hour is like uh, coming up. It's like, or like did she fall or was she pushed? Exactly. I'll, I'll walk in and he'll be like, this guy cut his wife's head off. And I'm just like, well, happy, well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and he watches it. Our dad, my dad, will watch it around. He doesn't care if the grandkids. He doesn't care who's there. I'm like, maybe watch this upstairs. And the volume's at like a hundred. Oh, it's like, it, it's ridiculous. Like you feel like someone's being murdered in the living room. Uh, okay. So James, you picked the topic today. Well, I turned that quickly, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but before we do your topic, your topic's Radiohead. Everyone yeah. knows it already because they've seen it in their feed. Well, I was wondering if maybe you shouldn't title it Radiohead so that people won't just like automatically delete it out of their feed. We call it AMFM head. <laughs> Satellite head. But uh, before we get into this topic, I want to play, uh, how long have you been listening to this show? Uh, uh, not from the beginning, but almost from the beginning. Okay. Uh, you and the, the host that shall not be named uh, <laughs> did an episode with uh, Doug Benson. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was my first episode. And then I went back okay. and listened to the rest of them. Because you were a Doug Benson fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so then you found us through Doug Benson. Yes. Thank you, Doug. And uh, do you celebrate the 420? No. No. Uh, I I don't really drink or smoke. Yeah. I'm kind of lame. Yeah. No, you're not lame. I uh, I drink it. I'll drink. I'll have a cocktail at that. What did we watch? The thing the other night with yeah. Kurt Russell. I had two cocktails. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. But it's, you know, so I just sit there, two cocktails, in my uh, in my uh, vino. Yeah, you say you say cocktail. It's it's whiskey and Sprite. It's whiskey and Sprite. It's probably it's like a high end whiskey, and then uh, and then I ruin it with Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you didn't have a you didn't have anything because no. I didn't offer you anything. Well, I think you've offered. Did I? Did I say do you want a cocktail? Yeah, I said no. You said no. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I've never been high. I've never smoked dope. I'm okay. Like, I don't do all that stuff. Um, so what was I? What was I getting to? Oh, I asked you a question and you answered it. So okay, here's what I want to start the show with today. Uh, this guy named Ted Nugent. <laughs> How do you feel about that guy? Uh, I've listened to one song and one song only. All right. Well, here's what we got going. All right. I just happened to notice this week that he has a brand new album out. All right. And his last album, Shut Up and Jam, was horrendous. So I could only imagine that this was going to be bad. But I didn't want to buy this album. I don't want to give that guy any money. Yeah. But someone had uh, someone had posted it to YouTube. So I uh, so I downloaded that whole thing and it and I'm going to play a little bit of it for you guys. Uh, there's like a hum throughout it. It's it's a, it's bad audio. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it's bad audio without the hum. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's hear a little bit of this. This is from the album. And Kyle, tell us tell us how, what that album cover. How's that album cover? 
Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Describe it for it's, us. It's a, it's it's like a font that would be like on a poster that at a school. It's got his logo font across yeah. the top. Ted Nugent, and then just says the music made me do it, and then it's a picture of him that's really badly photoshopped, like his arms cut off. Yeah, and then there's just like. I don't know what that is behind Like him. stars and stuff? Like a, with a... I don't know. What, oh, you know what that is? That's a chamber of a gun. Oh, That's wow. a chamber yep, of a you're revolver. Right. You're absolutely oh, right. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's a... It's oh. really like heavily photoshopped. Jesus Christ. And the album's called The Music Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's... Uh, and again, I sorry for this home, but I refuse to pay. Oh, yeah. I refuse to pay for this. Uh, so this is, uh, this is The Music Made Me Do It. This is the title track. That's horrible. That's horrible. Oh, yeah. The music made me do it. He was just singing like as he was like just making it up. He's just making it up and he was just he committed that to tape. Do you remember Bear Share? Like Morpheus and uh, yeah, Wire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like still, every song sounded like that. Yeah. Off of that thing. Sometimes I'll find in my iTunes like a like an old like one song that sounds I'm like, what is this? Oh, like, oh yeah, they must have gotten it from a friend who downloaded it illegally or that did sound terrible. It does sound terrible. This is a song. Uh, this next one's called I Love You Too Much, Baby. <laughs> oh, look at that hum. I love you too much, baby. I love you all the time. <laughs> I love you too much, baby. I love you all the time. I love you so much, baby. I'm going to lose my mind. I don't know who that woman is. How bad is that? That's horrible. What is that? That's just so bad. It's, it's just like, so bad. Like, look, even even his diehard fans who love his early stuff and uh, his early music, is, his first three, four albums are, are really great 70s rock. I can't listen to it now because of because uh, he's Ted Nugent. But um, this he can't he can't in, in his head think this is as good as my best. <laughs> You know what I mean? Is that worse to you than the meatloaf? Um, you know what? I think this. I think the songs on that meatloaf album are probably are probably on par with the other meatloaf songs. Mm. Meatloaf just can't sing, mm. so this is worse than that. Like if meatloaf could sing, I would probably really enjoy that album. Mm. But he just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, I mean Ted. His voice sounds fine, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, for what Ted does. But I want you to look up, before we play this next one, I want you to look up uh, the, the, the word backstrap, just one word. And I want you to tell us what it is. Okay. Is that what it is? Uh, pull strap extending the backstay of a boot or a shoe. Okay, there's that. But there's another one. There's a more of a hunting term. They're venison backstrap. Or what? So, uh nothing the it's like a it's like a cut of meat yeah it's like the, it's, it's, it's like, like the, a, it's not a tenderloin but no, it's, it's like the three strips that go around like the spinal column okay that's the back strap mm. of the meat mm, yummy <laughs> you a, you're a vegetarian vegan I, I try to be you try to uh, be but um since sicari was born we've done uh, the 
uh, Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. Oh, and nice. uh, so I've gone back to eating like chicken and all right. stuff like that. That's okay. Yeah. So this is uh so this next song I'm not going to tell you the title, but the word backstraps in the title. Listen to this. Is it backstrap fever? Yes. He's hunting. He hopes he leaves with the goods. When he leaves, when he leaves the forest uh, that did the woods that day, he that's, rhymed woods uh, with goods. That's like something <laughs> a caller on a radio show would call in and play, is, like, "I made, hey, I made a hunting like hunting season's coming up. I made a funny." This is what the com- This is this is the guitar comedian who opens for Larry the Cable Guy. This is a song that he writes. Mm-hmm. He just took away his most classic song of all time. And made it uh, some type of a shit hunting song. Can you believe <laughs> like, that? like a novelty song? Like a novelty song. Backstrap fever. It I would be honest. better if he made it into a, like a Christmas song. Yeah, it would have been less less bad yeah. if it was like Christmas or shopping fever. Shopping fever. I would be fine with that if it was a Christmas a Christmas. Well, or a Thanksgiving song about killing turkeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, one more. This is uh, this song is called "I Just Want to Go Hunting." I just want to go hunting, baby. Let's go, boys! (laughs) It's so terrible. I was always different. Nobody understood. <laughs> I didn't play follow the leader. I was always in the woods. They hadn't invented peer pressure yet. It seems I stood alone. But my daddy had a vision love, family, and a home. Yeah, but the punks used to laugh at me. They said, How can you rock and not get high? <laughs> this is so terrible. Watch those goofballs fall and die. I just want to go hunting. Good well, number. he's he's bringing it. He's bringing <sighs> his best writing ability. <laughs> he wrote these songs. He he wrote he wrote these. Then he in, went he went he out wrote to all the, of them in ten minutes. Went out to the woodshed. Total. Laid down these tracks, and now this is available. This just came out. Uh, a week ago, as of this record, this tank, this came out. You can go buy this. Can you believe that? I mean, yeah, I can believe. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I wish the audio was more crystal clear, but I, I just refuse to. I actually sent an email to his um, to his PR person to see if they would send me a download of it uh, for review purposes. <laughs> I'm sure, they didn't know that I would make fun of it. But if they if they actually they haven't sent it to me yet, but if they do, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna review this. Let me see if they, the audio is just so terrible. They're actually going to wrap a flash drive around an arrow and shoot it <laughs> through your window. Shoot it right through my heart. Yeah, nothing yet. 
All right. So that's uh, was that worth it? That was worth the that was worth the uh, the flight out here from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I never would have listened to that. Oh, so bad. And you never will again. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Radiohead. Tell me about it, James. Is this your favorite band? This is my favorite band. This is your favorite band of all time? Favorite band of all time. Have you seen them in concert? Many times. Many, many times. I've seen them. Uh, they came by uh, New York this year for four shows. I caught two of them. Uh, wow. Opening night and closing night, and they were great. Do they mix up the set list when they're there for multiple nights? Every time. Oh, they do. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. They're legitimately like, uh, they are a great live band. Uh, every... Every night is at least 25 songs, two and a half hours. That's good. They change up every night. Uh, you're going to hear something different. And uh, this last tour, they were dredging up things that uh, they hadn't played in decades. Wow. Yeah. So. And it, the band members, it's still the same five guys. Still the same five guys. It's yeah. Tom York. It's mm -hmm. Johnny Greenwood. It's Colin Greenwood. That's weird. Those guys both have the same last name. <laughs> how, that's very, uh, how did that happen? Uh, then we got Ed O'Brien and we got uh, Philip. Selway. Selway. Yeah. Tom York is the lead vocalist. Yes. The rest of the guys, you'll have to tell me what they do. What's Johnny do? <laughs> he's a, he's the guitarist and he's a multi-instrumentalist. Okay. What's uh, Colin do? Colin is the bassist. Okay. What's Ed do? Ed is a guitarist and uh, kind of atmosphere pedals. Um, okay. Kind of, and he's in charge of that. He's not one of these guys that is out there but doesn't play an instrument. Do you ever see those bands where it's just a guy out there? No. For no reason? <laughs> Sparks might have a couple of those guys in their band. <laughs> Beck had a guy dancing on his stage for no reason, like just the whole show once. But. Was he a good dancer? Was he just like a, goof, a goofball, goofball, to quote Ted Nugent? Goofball dancer. Yeah. Well, how, how come I don't get that job? <laughs> <laughs> how do they audition that? Whoever's the worst gets it. And then, so Philip's the drummer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, when did you get, uh, when did you come on board with this band? First album? Uh, first album, my sister is uh, three and a half years older than me, mm -hmm. and um, she had really good musical taste uh, in the early 90s. Good. Like, uh, Nirvana, she had the uh, Black Album from Metallica, and uh, uh, she had Pablo Honey from uh, Radiohead, and she dragged my parents and I to um, uh, R.E.M. concert on the Monster Tour, Okay, and Radiohead opened up for R.E.M., and uh, that was right before the Benz uh, came out. That's or, a pretty good, that's a pretty great double bill. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was either right before or right after the Benz came out. And um, Tom York said, uh, we don't have to fucking play this song, but we're going to anyway. And then he launched into Creep and he was my hero. I was 10 years old now, at the time. Do they always play Creep? I mean, that's probably their no. most, that's probably their most well-known song though, right? That or Paranoid Android. Okay. Um, but no, they don't, they rarely play Creep now. They went like a decade without playing it at all. And now it's kind of like, uh, if they do play it, it's the very last song in the, in the last encore. And so they're, uh, they, one of these bands that like, they just, uh, they hate that it achieved such status. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, um, they had to play it over and over again back when it first came out and, uh, and they probably felt like they were above it. What are their other, what are <clears> their <throat> other hits? Cause I, when I was listening to these, I, there were only a, maybe a couple songs that I'm like, that I had heard ever like charting hits or just like, um, like, uh, no, they, I mean, cause you know, bands, bands have like, um, radio hits that weren't like charting mm -hmm. hits, but they're like FM hits. What, what would be their, if creep is their number one, most well-known song, what would yeah. number two be? Um, I'd, I'd still go paranoid Android. That was their lead single off of uh, okay computer okay. in 97. And that, that, that CD was everywhere that year. All right, cool. Uh, there was high and dry off of the bends. 
That okay. was, uh, and then uh, off of M Rainbows, um, they had a song called Nude that I think was like their first charting single and the first top 40 uh, hit that they had since. Right. I didn't pick any of those for, for my list, so this is this will be fun. Okay, so uh, for for my money, this uh, Pablo Honey, I, I found that to be the most in my wheelhouse mm. as far as yeah stuff that I like. And, and so I got excited because yeah. I'm like, oh, this is what Radiohead does. Well, like the, the, the accepted narrative is that uh, Radiohead started as a rock band and then turned on their fans uh, at, the, at the beginning of the millennium. Uh, uh, Dr. West Anthony, the yeah. friend of the podcast. He's and, not really uh, a doctor, <laughs> just so you know. I know, but I just love that. Uh, that's his title on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Although on, maybe he is. Maybe he comes over. Maybe he gives you a shot in the ass of some drugs and cures you up. <laughs> Uh, on his podcast, Musical Notation, he was doing, uh, Johnny Greenwood is a, uh, he does film scores for Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, neat. And he did a whole episode of, uh, dedicated to him. And he opened up saying, uh, I liked Radiohead's first couple of albums, but then I feel like they're playing a prank on their fans ever since. <laughs> Which I, I kind of, you know, I can understand yeah. that. But then I want to hopefully uh, show that there are some really good songs post Kid A. Okay. And what is your, what's your favorite, do you want to, well, when we get to your favorite album, tell us what your favorite Radiohead album is. Okay. When we get to it. All right. You, you chose, they, they only have what, nine albums? Nine albums. And, um, I picked two off of each one. Well, there's one album I can only pick one off. Of. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You picked, uh, you picked four cause maybe we'll have a crossover or two. Mm. Um, let, I would like to play out with creep though. If we okay. can, if we can use that as our play, either that or backstrap fever. It's up to you. <laughs> it's really up to you. <laughs> uh let's go creep and kyle you're you're okay with radiohead right uh yeah i'm like a a casual fan okay. my my friend matt jones is real uh really big radiohead no, fan matt so i've jones heard a lot is a fucking dick <laughs> 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 you can isolate that send it to him <laughs> he'll say who's that my uncle said that and he'll go who cares um and you can tell us about the artwork as we go. So okay. tell us about the, now You can look over here because some of it isn't over there. What do you think of that Pablo Honey? Um, it's it's all right. I mean, I don't like it, but it's kind of famous, so I, I don't mind it. Describe just, it for it's us. It's just a flower with like a baby picture in the center. Yeah. And it just says Pablo Honey has Radiohead, which is like kind of could have been their logo maybe, but then they don't use it ever again. Yeah, they the, the lowercase r. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone said to me once that that baby is a baby picture of Tom York, but I can't, I could never find like confirmation of that. So baby's pretty cute. And I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Tom York as a grown up. So, uh, I don't know about that. I loved uh, your bit about the, the band cards about how, uh, how ugly the band was like the sex appeal. Yes. The sex appeal of the band. And would they give them a nine? It yeah. should be a zero. Uh, <laughs> like those, none of that's Johnny cool. Greenwood looks like Frankenstein, kind of. He's got like a square face and he's got like a mop top coming <laughs> over it. Like the best looking one's Ed O'Brien and he's average. At and best. he's a four. <laughs> yeah. Like, so oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder what the caliber of groupie is backstage. <laughs> Love to know. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Pablo, honey, you're going to go first. What's your first song? I say we start with uh, the very first song on the album, You. Well, we have a crossover because I picked that one.
So that's the first song I hear of Radiohead when when because you sent me all the music and yeah. thank you. Uh, so that's the first thing I heard, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> we're off and running. Here we go." Little did you know. Little did I know. And it's funny, my my the I, so I picked that song, and then the other song I picked also has you in the title. I picked uh, "How Do You." Because hmm. of that, listen to that. That song rocks. Yeah. Do they ever play that live? Uh, probably not since the nineties. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't. They rarely play anything from Pablo Honey now, except for Creep. Although they did play uh, a song that I want to play next. Um, the just this year in Chicago, they played a, a Blowout. Okay. Which is the album closer. All right, let's hear it. then from there it's like a two minute uh, guitar solo it's just them jamming jamming which is maybe what you do in concert but they they chose to, to jam on the on the song but it's oh man i watched the video of them playing that in chicago like over and over again I, i'm so jealous of the people in chicago who got to see that <laughs> these uh this band is from england we should say mm-hmm. this first album uh, sells a million copies yeah pablo honey mostly because of creep yeah which uh failed in the uk at the beginning uh, and America is the one that picked it up and ran with it. America and Israel, oddly enough. <laughs> That's funny, Israel. Mm-hmm. They're big in Israel. Yeah. Well, they just got in trouble because they they played there last year, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, there's that whole uh, boycott going on right now. Yeah. So, but they so they broke but, the boycott. Yeah. I think Johnny's wife is Israeli. Oh, okay. And so I think they have strong ties. And Tom York came out on the concert and he said, you know, in the end here, we just played some songs. So, well, you know what? I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> okay. How do you, how do you argue with that? Yeah. Um, uh, many people do. And they have a large fan base. Yeah. What if we had a large fan base somewhere, Kyle, that we shouldn't go, but they want us to come do a live rock solid. I mean, hey, look, <laughs> the price is right. At the end, we just said some dumb jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we just played some Ted Nugent. Songs. We just played some <laughs> Ted Nugent. So I don't have any more songs off this album because I only had the two. Do you have? Do you have another one? 
I have stock whispering, which I think is really fun because it sounds just so much like uh, he's trying to copy Bono. All right, let's hear stop whispering. <laughs> wow. Yeah, if you told me that was uh, an old U2 song that was unreleased, I'd be like, oh, I like it. This was released uh, on my birthday, this album, February 22nd, oh, yeah? 1993. I was a child then. <laughs> so like the, the common narrative is that Pablo Honey is the worst album of Radiohead, that uh, that they were just finding themselves. And that so is got, that what the hardcore fans that's say? That's what the hardcore fans and say. And then a guy who's not a hardcore fan thinks it's the best album. I love it though. Like, yeah. I mean, it could be nostalgia because that was the first thing I yeah. heard when I was a kid, but uh, I just absolutely love that record. I mean, uh, to go... Jeff Tate style, I'd, I'd say, uh, I wouldn't say 10 out of 10. I'd say like uh, 8 out of 10. How many songs are on this album? Let me look 12. Up. 12. There's 12, so yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, okay, so uh, two years later, they March. Come out, the Benz. They come out with The Benz. They, they toured extensively off of Pablo Honey, and uh, it kind of wrecked with them a little bit. But because Creep was... Uh, because Creep was a good seller, they kind of had a little bit more freedom in their recording on the next album. Kai, what do you think of this album cover? Oh, I like it because it's just like a, is it like a dummy? Like a, like a CP, dummy? CPR, yeah, CPR dummy? CPR dummy. But that one, that one is merged with Tom York's face. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's supposed to be like, it's ah. a merge of Tom York and the dummy. It's okay. done by, uh, the artwork from here on, from the Benz on, is done by an artist named Stanley Donwood, okay. who was a college uh, classmate of Tom York's. And Tom York collaborates with him and he calls himself uh, Dr. Schlock when, uh, for his artwork. What's funny is every Ted Nugent album cover is, is, is a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the Benz also goes platinum in the U.S. It sells, it sells tons of albums all over, the, all over the world. Big seller. And uh, what do you got for us from the Benz? Um, I think my first one is uh, My Iron Lung. album goes to number four in the uk but they're still not uh big in the u.s because it only goes to number 88 mm. in the u.s this it's is a the big difference this seems to be the album that like radiohead fans tell like peripheral people to like listen to start this with, one yeah, yeah like start with this start with the bends yeah, yeah. And move forward mm-hmm. yeah which is just i i just don't agree with i yeah. think pablo honey is so good and and it is a band finding themselves but mm. it's just it's a lot of fun to listen to and it's very uh, indicative of what was coming out in the '90s. So, this will sound like a like a cheat, but I have I've picked the first track on like four of these albums. So I don't want people at home to think 
hey, just listen to the first couple tracks and then moving on because I didn't. But I just the opening tracks on a lot of these albums really grabbed me. So yeah. no, they're they're great at opening and they're great yeah. at closing. Yeah, like a lot of their uh, last songs are really great too. So let's hear the first track on the bends, which is uh, Planet Telex. Uh, these Bose headphones make everything sound great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Except for uh, except for the music <laughs> made me do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so far so good. But see, the thing is, like, I could really, um, for me, I could really only find two or three songs on these albums mm-hmm. that, and then like some stuff just totally, totally um, lost me. I don't yeah. know if it's um, if it's my age or if it's that it's just not not something that I type of thing I listen to. I mean, I don't think it's a mistake. This is my favorite band and, uh, it's biggest, uh, it's biggest album came out when I was 12, you know, like, yeah. uh, the music you listen to when you're 12 to 17, like that's kind of what sticks with you for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. Right. That's the thing when April Richardson's on the show and you know, I think maybe a lot of the listeners, a lot of listeners love April. Of course we love April, but they're like, April has such great taste. And I'm like, yeah, but the, she still listens to the music that she listened to when she was, 12 to 15 I go and I still listen to the same music I listened to when I was 12 to 15 I'm just uh, 15 years older than April so mm-hmm. I mean so that's why yeah maybe a lot of listeners are closer in age to her mm-hmm. and so that's why and what yeah. did, what were you listening to when you were uh, 12 like a lot of metal and stuff yeah so and you still listen to that yeah yeah to kind of pay you a compliment um one I'll reasons, take that <laughs> one of the reasons I really love this show is uh you play music that I would never listen to searching out on my own. Okay. And uh, a lot of it I don't like, but, <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, every once in a while there's a song where, I mean, I've got a, a playlist at home called Rock Solid, which is just songs that, that you've heard that on the show. You've played that, oh, I, that's cool. that I love. Well, so there's, I, so much mu- there's so much music out there. Yeah. It's crazy. Like if you, I mean, you can't get your mind around it because like you, there's a ton of movies out, but a movie is like a, a whole thing. Right. Like an album has like eight to 12 parts on it. So there's so many songs in mm-hmm. the world. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And, I, and I've been exposed to so many different songs and different music since I've been doing this show too. So it's been, yeah. it's been fun for me too. But thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So my goal is just not for you to love every single Radiohead song. I just want you to have a playlist of like go-to Radiohead songs that you like. Yeah. And, and, I, want, uh, and I want people, I want people who you know, they, they download the, this episode and they go, oh, Radiohead, I don't really like Radiohead. And then maybe by the end of the show, they're like, oh, Radiohead's pretty good. Yeah, that's so, all, that's all right. I'm asking. That's all you can do. <laughs> um, so we, I just played Planet Telex and now you are up. Uh, this next song I'd like to play because um, 
the engineer for the bins, one of the engineers for the bins is a guy named Nigel Godrich. And um, he, after this uh, album, he becomes their sole producer. Okay. Uh, for the rest of their albums from, from OK Computer on to Oh, that's present. cool. So he's kind of the unofficial uh, sixth member of, uh, of Radiohead. Let, let me see if he's good looking. It's like the George Martin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just okay looking, so he fits right in. Yeah, he's, he's bald in too. So. Yeah, all right. Um, By uh, the way, James has an amazing head of hair. <laughs> Look at yeah. that head of hair. Looks great. Have you been looking at it the whole time? Mm-hmm. You're envious? Yeah. <coughs> Ridiculous. Sorry. It's like a, a good co- haircut. He's too. like a Colin. He's like a Colin Jost. Yeah. You do look. Did anyone ever tell you, you look like Colin Jost? Someone just like the other day at the office told me I look like Colin Jost. Do you know who that is? Uh, he's the guy on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he's right? the, he's the head writer, right? He's the head writer of the yeah, show. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah he's the the white guy on Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, no you do ever... look like him though. Yeah. Thank you. Is yeah. He good looking. Yeah. He, yeah. He, well, I I hope my, put it this way. I hope my wife doesn't see you because she's <laughs> she loves him. She loves him. I'm like, enough with that. <laughs> okay, what's... I'm sorry, I interrupted. What's the song? What do you got? Oh, it's uh, Black Star. Okay. so funny when the songs you're playing i'm enjoying but Mm. for some reason when i was listening to the albums they weren't jumping out at me maybe it's the cue point or whatever it is yeah i'm cheating a little bit i'm using the best parts you're using the best parts of the song (laughs) well so that's good that's not a cheat you have to go two minutes in to get to that good part i did notice a lot of your cues were deep (laughs) they were like deep in there do they have like long kind of like intro like yeah like Um, is it yeah, and they don't, a lot of times after OK Computer, they don't really follow like first chorus, first chorus, mm-hmm. bridge chorus. Like they they do this thing, uh, there's actually a book written on it. That he calls it uh, Terminal Climax, where they do verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, and then they do like a separate part of the song that's absolutely no uh, relation to the beginning of the song. They end the song completely different. Wow. And uh, that's, uh, that's... That's unique to yeah, Radiohead. Yeah, kind of. They... Uh, they they straddle the line between pop and experimental, and that's uh, that's his thesis was that's why they're one of the biggest bands ever. Now, do you seek out like the bonus tracks and all that? Do you try to have mm-hmm. it all? Yeah, right. I've got it all. The okay. um, and and these songs aren't aren't overly long. Like the longest song on this album is four minutes and fifty seconds. N- nothing tops out. They're they're mostly three four minute songs. Yeah, I'd say their longest song is only about like six or seven minutes. Yeah. But they're not one of those bands, and this is a perfect length. It's one for of songs. those. It, it's, it's one of those bands that I feel like it seems mm. like the songs are long. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's because there's, there's like a lot, so much musically going on within that four minute time yeah. frame. Yeah, that's a compliment we just paid this band. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what's my next song on the bends? It's uh, it's the title track, the bends. Get 
How are you feeling, James? You need a mucinex? Do you need <laughs> tissue? I took two right before I got here. All right, so cool. I, I should be all stuffed up. Um, you like drink a whole glass of water with that, right? Mm, mucinex? Yeah. yeah, you do. It's, it's the, daunting. I yeah. know. It's the, tough. Especially when you're all stuffed up. You're like... <gasps> <laughs> I know. I feel I feel like I'm, I'm having a colonoscopy the next day. You have to drink so much liquid. It's like, oh, no, that's just an over-the-counter drug, Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you drove in here from Santa Clarita. How far? How long was the drive from Santa Clarita? Well, actually, we weren't able to stay with uh, the people in Santa Clarita because they just have a, a newborn baby. Oh, okay. And, and you guys are sick. Yeah. Okay. So we stayed with someone who's um, more downtown, actually. Like, oh, so that's not too bad. Kind of close to La Brea. Did uh, when you when I always ask this question uh, of uh, this, of people that are married, what did your wife think that you're coming to this my house to record a podcast? Where she thinks it's cool. Oh, okay, you know I mean? good. Yeah. Uh, we're very supportive of each other, like it's, uh, doing what it's either. Do. It's either there's no in between. It's either, oh, my wife thinks it's dumb, <laughs> or she thinks it's cool. But there's like there's, there's no there's no like mm, she doesn't really care. Uh, does your wife like Radiohead? She does. Uh, I mean, partly probably because I force it on her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like when we first started dating, uh, she she said she asked me what my favorite. Uh, band was and that she got scared by the the face that i made looking back at her like she was like you were a little too on that a little too quick with the response <laughs> like a little too uh you know aggressive uh but uh it's radiohead the best band in the world there wouldn't be any other option yeah <laughs> and then he just here, not I got, far off i got you this radiohead t-shirt <laughs> but uh, maybe she, you wake up in that in the morning <laughs> at my house she's come to me uh with a couple of a couple of concerts three or four now actually mm-hmm. and um she likes them she uh in rainbows is her favorite album and that came that came out right when we were starting to date so that and that was the free one right yes mm-hmm. all right we'll talk about that yeah. i want to text i'm going to text my wife i'm going to tell her when she gets home to come up here and then we're going to ask her who who she, i look like, who you look like. <laughs> i'm just gonna who's this guy look like to you and if her if her tongue rolls out of her mouth you'll know it's colin jost <laughs> Uh, what, what is your what was your wife's favorite band or what is your wife's favorite band? Colin Jost she band. asked you that <laughs> question uh, what's her favorite band um, I, put I can't answer that, that no. yeah <laughs> that looks bad doesn't it no it's okay I mean she likes um, she really likes Regina Spector uh, we've gone okay. to see her and uh, she likes Iron and Wine um yeah, you know, stuff like that. Okay, cool. How many times have you seen Radiohead? Did you tell us that? Uh, including the the one where they opened up for REM. Yeah, I've seen them ten times. Ten times? That's a good number. That's not too crazy. Well, I grew up in Tennessee, and they never came to Tennessee. The closest they ever came, other than when they were opening up for mm-hmm. REM when they came to Nashville, uh, they'd come to Atlanta, and um, so I I never I didn't really have an opportunity to see them until I went to college. Yeah, I, I grew up in small town Pennsylvania, and uh, so, you know, you had to drive like two and a half hours to Pittsburgh to see a show. But once I moved out here to L.A., which has been 23 years now, I've seen so many bands out here because everyone comes here. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, you're like, oh, this band's on tour, but they're only doing a few shows in the States. It's like, well, New York, L.A., and then yeah. wherever else they want to mm-hmm. Chicago. But, um, yeah. yeah, so it's pretty cool as far as music goes to live yeah. out here. 
it's great living in, in Brooklyn too. There's yeah. Oh, crowd. definitely. So, uh, was that my, did I just play the bends? Yes. Okay. It's Europe. What's your next song? Uh, well, can I play another one off the bends or yeah, 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 yeah. no, to... no, no, we're still in the bends. <clears throat> um, uh, can we play just, mm-hmm. you do it to yourself, you do. Take that guitar solo, Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah. Johnny's great. And uh, he used to play like so uh, aggressively that he had to wear a carpal tunnel uh, <laughs> like uh, thing on his wrist. Uh, like you'll see him up until like Kid A era, he had this gigantic thing on his arm. Wow. And so these guys must be really tight and they must be friends, you know, the way you 2 is. Yeah. To stay together. I mean, for five guys to stay together through nine albums is is pretty incredible. I mean, I mean, bands don't, Stay together anymore, like yeah. that. No. Yeah. They must be incredibly patient with each other. Uh, yeah. Especially with Tom, because uh, <laughs> in the late 90s, early 2000s, he was definitely the most uh, Trou- troublesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he also has that synchronized swimming career. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, so I went back and listened to every single Rock Solid episode that, what? that li- uh, mentioned Radiohead off of your uh, database. Oh, off the database. Okay. Yeah. Carrie Scott. Thank you, <laughs> Carrie Scott. People are using that database and. Uh, <laughs> To do, uh, to do good. Okay. And uh, I listened to every single comment that you made about that. Do I say that every time? And three times you brought up the fact that he looks like Martin Short from that Saturday Night Live. Story, and I tried. Which is not wrong. I, I tried to find the sketch on uh, YouTube. They only have like the five second clip where he says, uh, I'm really not that good a swimmer. <laughs> so see if you, I guess just play that, Kyle. You're looking it up. I can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Not, 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 not a strong swimmer. You might, you probably have to turn that. I'm, I'm not that strong swim <laughs> <laughs> that looks like him though doesn't it it's, yeah. it's not a compliment <laughs> <laughs> the hail to the thief era he had this horrible haircut where like it was sticking up in the back and then it was like swooped to the side yeah he, he regrets it i'm sure yeah he should just swoop it straight down over <laughs> the front of his face well, now he's got a long ponytail does he yeah all right well, look, they're they're creative guys. Music's about not you don't have to look good to play music. You just have to sound good and be good at what you do. That's true. I feel like he's a frustrated genius. Is that a good way to? Um, I think uh, he's more probably like um, he's uh, insecure. Okay. Okay. Because he had an eye issue when he was born. Yes. Um, that he had a couple of uh, surgeries on, and I think he got teased about it when he was a kid. And I think that just—I uh, think you got teased here about it a few minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. Did he have a bad eye? I didn't even—I've never noticed that. Yeah, he's got a bad eye. Um, no, I know. <laughs> It's—you're uh, talking about the guy who makes fun of uh, Paul Stanley's lisp. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what I'm doing—making fun of it. I'm doing what I tell my children not to do: don't make fun of people, don't bully people. And then I go, "Well, hey, everybody." <laughs> so, um, um, are these guys? Uh, are these guys married? Do they have okay, children? Um. How much do you know about them? Uh, probably more than I should. Right. Uh, I think Tom Tom's not married anymore. His partner for 23 years, um, they separated, and mm-hmm. then she died of cancer. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's terrible. That, that's kind of that's uh, awful. a lot of what 
uh, a moonshape pool is about or kind of the the feeling of it did they have children together they have two kids yeah oh, God. um they're like probably like 13 and 10 now i think something like that mm-hmm. uh johnny is married and he's got like three kids and i think they're all married um uh, yeah they're all family men they're they're like uh they're kind of like the foo fighters in the it's i feel like this is like a they're a close-knit group of guys they they got some kids other than how the music sounds mm-hmm. they're I think they're. <laughs> I think uh, they had most of their kids like, or they started to have their kids after Hail of the Thief, around Hail of the Thief, in between Hail of the Thief and In Rainbows. And I think there's a clear difference in their music between those. Like it's much. Tom seems much happier these days, much more relaxed, and those albums all seem a little bit more relaxed. That's how I feel with uh, Trent Reznor. Is like way happier now than he used to be. And is it because of children? You think? Yeah, because he got married and he has like four kids now, and like seems happy they just chill yeah it's like his pictures of him and his kids at disneyland and stuff mm. yeah some things you just gotta you, you just let go of so much when you have to when you when you have to worry about someone else like literally you, your daughter's 13 months old she mm. depends on you 24 7 she can't do anything yeah. by herself poop her pants and she's in the she car does? right now right <laughs> that, i already made that joke oh, yeah. really that's funny uh okay so we're still on the bench you got one more or did we get through it um yeah, if you want to play uh, Fake Plastic Trees, I yeah, wouldn't say let's no. Yeah, let's enjoying all this music today <laughs> what about you you're opinionated yeah oh i've heard these first two albums before i've heard these first three albums so oh, strap yourself yeah, in we're, yeah we're not getting into the difficult stuff yet not yet uh <laughs> by the way we're using the we're using the uh the fethead microphone preamps now these sound amazing mm-hmm. like normally we have to tell our, our our guests like get close to the mic and do this and do that but these things are amazing. And you brought up Dr. West Anthony. And I have to tell you, uh, West, I'm going to apologize to you right here on the air. I dropped the ball because I told you I was going to try to get some of these for free. And I told you that I would ask for five instead of four and I would give you one. And I didn't ask for five because I was so excited <laughs> when the company said, yeah, I can send you those. And so I dropped the ball, West. But uh, <laughs> you should buy one. Stop buying all those box sets and buy one of these. Well, also, West has a podcast. I'm sure he can yeah, easily West, just he, reach out and say, yeah. "I have this podcast. I do this." Yeah, I'll send you the. Uh, I'll send you the uh, the information, and you, maybe you even say that you uh, you uh, you listen to this podcast and you'd like to try one on yours. Yeah, and they'll go, "Well, maybe you buy one." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if they sent me four, they might send you one. It's definitely how much better is it? Oh, it's so unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Because like I say, these microphones, this is for Celine Dion to record an album with, mm-hmm. okay? Not for three idiots in a room <laughs> that they call the rock room. This is for professional recording purposes. I wouldn't say James is an idiot, but... No, I'm not uh, saying... I mean when there's other people here. It fits. <laughs> and, uh, and they're not supposed to be used with, you know, this juvenile amp. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need a preamp 
before it goes into there. Mm-hmm. See, see this knob right here? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, this is tech talk. Yeah. This is the gain. When you what take, if he's like, I know all of this. Uh, I know nothing. Do, are you musical? Do you play an instrument? No. No? I, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not musical at all. Well, I love you. I love your work on Weekend Update. <laughs> um, so this gain knob, it's about at a three. Before we got these things, it had to be the whole way up at 10. And it still wasn't enough. And it still wasn't enough. And it didn't sound, it sounded good. Because I've heard other podcasts that sound terrible. Mm-hmm. Travel Tales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Seagull <laughs> knows. Okay. Okay, computer. Mm. Now this this is this is the first time like I knew this album I knew the title yeah like OK Computer and, and Kid A that's when Radiohead was in my my consciousness yeah you know that's they're like, probably the right picks yeah like if someone said oh OK Computer I, I in my head I was like oh that's Radiohead yeah I don't know any of that music but I know that that's their <laughs> album and this thing went um, this went uh, two times platinum in the U S and it goes to uh, it goes to number one in the U K. I think it, it, it stops at number 21 20. in the US. Okay. But I mean, all over the world, seven, one, two, three, one, two. I mean, it's this is a big breakout. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times, new bands nowadays don't get three albums to mm. to become big. But this is this is this is a good third album. Uh, and I'd say this is probably still my favorite album. Um, this is the one? Yeah. It, it's hard to, I mean, my tastes change over, uh, you know, over the years, mm-hmm. but uh, every time I, start this uh the cd off i just i can't stop it like, can't I can stop it through the whole thing all right well i i my first song that i picked was the first song i picked airbag wanted to hear the whole album now don't you? yeah fuck that's so good did you listen to um any radiohead on the drive here to the house today you know what's funny is uh we rented a car and it had a satellite uh, mm-hmm. radio or sirius fm or sure. whatever and i was listening to the lithium station because that's uh, the 90s okay and paranoid android sure enough uh, came right on uh, right before i got to kapenga uh canoga yeah there you go canoga now and, everyone uh, knows where i live yeah i'm sorry no i'm kidding uh, I, I actually they, stayed in the car and listened to the end of it before I came in. <laughs> uh, before I came in. That's great. I love that. Um, um, uh, okay, computer, what song do you got for us? Uh, I'd like to start with uh, Paranoid Android. Um, you played this already with um, the uh, Gil Martin when, oh. he, uh, when okay. he guest hosted. Okay. Uh, but this is a different part of the song. Remember, you 
Wow, that's pretty great. I, I think uh, Rolling Stone or something listed it as like the 30th best guitar solo or something like that. It's the only time radio is ever going to uh, be on a best of. Let me see what the, the they get good reviews though, don't they? What's that? Rolling Stone gave this album four out of five, uh, four out of five. Spin gave it eight out of 10. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's pretty much considered, you know, the best or one of the best of the nineties now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even then, uh, critically, it was a huge success. It's funny that you play a song that has a guitar solo like that, and then you brought up Paul Gilmartin because I keep wanting to have him on again. Uh, Paul's a he's a he's a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and um, uh, but I want to do uh, I want to do uh, I want to do a guitar solo episode, mm. and I also want Paul. Mike Siegel has an acoustic guitar, and I have an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and neither one of us can play. And Paul is a pretty great guitar player, right. so I just want him to like try to teach us how to play something <laughs> during the show. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd listen to it. I mean, if I listen to the Eagles episode. <laughs> well, Wayne Fetterman is, is super funny. So, yeah, funny. so sometimes when you have a, a band like that's uh, I'm going to use my word. I like to use divisive. A band like the Eagles where you're like, oh, a lot of people aren't going to like this. I try to have a co-host on that people go like, well, Wayne's funny. So hmm. I, I can maybe get through this. Mm-hmm. Does Wayne like a, a hot beverage? No. No. Why? Because he, he drinks for... He drinks for thirst, not for comfort. He, I think refreshment. Refreshment. Not for comfort. Yeah. Yeah, he does not... He also doesn't like... Does he like regular Coke? It's just Coca-Cola. Classic. There's no such thing as regular Coke. No. It's either Coke and Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And Coke Zero. But there's no... You just say Coke. Yeah. He's so funny. He just goes, you say Coke. Does he drink the high fructose corn syrup Coke or the real sugar Coke? No, I don't know if I've ever asked him that, have I? I think it's like the the corn syrup because that's what they have at like McDonald's and stuff. And he loves yeah, McDonald's. he loves McDonald's. Next time he's on, I'll have we call it a Mexican Coke. Mm, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Is that racist to say that a Mexican Coke, or Probably. do you like the way he said it? The high high fructose. Well, the high fructose corn syrup is the classic, is classic, classic, and then the the real sugar. It's like real cane sugar. And now Mexican Coke that has salsa in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that why they call it that? Yeah. <laughs> I always just say, "Can I have the Coke in the bottle?" That's a bit, mm. that's how I'm going to say it from now on. Mm-hmm. What if I do? And, but I'm going to give it a weird nod, like I know something that, like, like, hey, I'll have a Coke in the in the bottle. Like you're ordering off the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> like one of those. <laughs> I'll give him a side eye. All right, my turn. Is it my turn? Yes. Uh, this is a crossover. We both have this song, "Let Down." James, we're going to keep it a little bit longer, a little bit longer. That's cool. Uh, I'm glad you did that. Please do that. You're here. That's the the uh, that's the best 45 seconds ever recorded <laughs> in the history of music. That is strong. That's very strong words. God. The best 45 seconds ever recorded. Uh, when it when it gets spring, I used to I don't have a car anymore because we moved to New York. But uh, every spring, I would 
as soon as like the first nice day, mm-hmm. I would roll down my windows and just blast that song just flying down the freeway. Like it just, oh, it just makes me feel so good. You think that's better than the beginning of Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yes. I will go to bed. I, I, I. Now that thing is just. I don't know what that instrument is. I ask that every time. <laughs> yeah, we look it's like a baby there. rattle. No, it's um, it looks like a cowbell with like a a metal handle, and then like Pull a it. no, and there's a there's like a ball on mm-hmm. the end, and you like slap them together, and, and it, it just, reverberates. It, yeah. And it goes for as long as it can reverberate. Yeah. Okay, cool. I want one of those for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> um, here's what's gonna happen right now. I want you guys to keep talking, keep playing songs. I'm gonna get you another water, James. Okay. But I do not want to stop the flow. Okay. Thank you. I don't like editing. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, take control. James, take control. Well, do you? Are you just play the song, right? Um, I just played the song. Yeah, I'll play um, "Lucky." Okay. That's a great, uh, that's a, like a live favorite. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like Tom York's voice, I, that's, if I had to break it down into why I love the band so much, it's probably Tom York's voice. Like, uh, it just, I think it's so perfect. Well, yeah. you have to like the singer's voice or you probably don't like yeah. the band, but you love his voice. I love his voice. I just. Yeah. And he, is he a good live singer? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes he can be off, but most, uh, most of the time he's perfect. Do you have like all, do you get all of his like solo stuff and like mm-hmm. Adams for Peace? And then I'm going to see him live uh, right when we get back from to Brooklyn. Uh, he's playing on Monday. I'm gonna see I him. didn't know that he did the uh, solo stuff. You would hate them. Don't, <laughs> don't listen to them. You would absolutely hate them. The, uh, cause that's, uh, usually that's what breaks a band up. Like Bono's never done a solo album. Yeah. Uh, he came out with, uh, Tom came out with the eraser, uh, in 2006 between hail of the thief and in rainbows. And, uh, a lot of people asked him like, Hey, does this mean that Radiohead's uh, breaking up? Mm-hmm. And he got, he got really upset about it. He, he, uh, just recently off of Moonshape pool, everybody had this theory that this was, this was it. This was the last album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he was like, no, this band is precious to me. Uh, yeah. he, uh, so I don't think they're ever going to, um, break up. Oh, here's Pilar. Pilar, this is James Sandlin. Oh, don't shake hands. He's sick. Oh, sorry. He just—he's like—he's like in—he's like in—it's uh, like, in, like when Jason Robards in Philadelphia says Andy brought AIDS into our office. That's what I feel James just did with our podcast. No, I don't think it's AIDS. No, no, it's a cold. It's a common cold. Okay, now say here. You share the mic with me. Say hello. Hello. Okay, now y- you hate this game, but you're—we're gonna play it. You hate the game where I say, who does this person look like? Oh, Jesus. But I want you to look at James mm-hmm. and I want you to, I want you to say who you think he looks like. Um, a much better looking version of the guy from Shark Tank. Hmm. You know that who I'm talking about? I, I do. 
but um, but that wasn't who we were. Mark Cuban. A little Mark, like you look a little like my ex boyfriend, but Pat no, doesn't know. Who no, no, no. What what if it just got worse? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> okay, this is a this is a guy that we watch every week on TV, and we just watched him last night. Um, I can't remember what we watched. <laughs> It's a live show that they show on Saturday nights. They show it on Saturdays. (laughs) So a guy from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. (laughs) You look like a guy from Saturday Night Live. Don't you think he... he, I think he looks like Colin Jost. Oh, I have a huge crush on Colin Jost. I know. I thought you would immediately say that looks like Colin Jost. Look, look. Well, now that he is looking like Colin Jost... Doesn't he look like him now? Look, he's got the same facial structure and he's he's got awesome hair. I just want to let you know you can stay as long as you want. See? Okay, <laughs> no perfect. No problem. You know, we've got you know, we, we've got a guest room, right? We have a guest room. Right? We've got some nice things for breakfast. He has a 13-month-old girl, baby really? girl. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Aw. So he's, the, him and his family are in for Thanksgiving, and so he took time out of his day to come here and infect the <gasps> Oh! He just showed us a picture. Oh, my God. Wearing a Wonder, a Wonder Woman, Woman onesie. T- and with <gasps> headphones on. Oh, my God. Which radio head album is she listening to? <laughs> I know. She's, uh, she's into the later periods. So. <laughs> oh, my Lord. She would love the wiggles. Oh. oh All is, right. Is that, is that the reason you wanted me to come up? Yes, because I wanted you to – I thought you would definitely say he looks like Colin Jost. You are a handsome young man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you, honey. Bye. Go get drunk yeah. with your friends. Okay. <laughs> Shut that door. What if she just fell down the stairs? <laughs> you would, if you fell down all those stairs, you would die. You would die. A hundred percent. You would 100% die. If not, Maybe like would, that scene in The Exorcist. Yeah. There's now to get up to this room, there's 247 stairs. And it's a it's spiral. It's spiral. No, those stairs are like ceramic tile. And they're very, they're very shallow. They're very shallow. They're not to code. No, no. They're not to code. They're very shallow. And, um, you would, and yes. Steep. You would either you would either kill yourself or be paralyzed. So by all means, James, when you leave, you might want to crawl out the window. <laughs> it's probably the safest way to mm-hmm. go. Okay, uh, we just played Let Down, and then you played something. We played Lucky, and played then lucky. it's and then I got nothing else. So it's back to you if you have another one. I know you do. Uh, no, actually, I don't. That's because uh, you you played his too. Oh, okay. Two crossovers. Oh, okay, great. Karma Police is my favorite song, but you played that with. Um, April one time because it sounds like um, Sexy Sadia off the wire. <laughs> yes. So. You could have played that again. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. I don't want listeners to you know a lot of stuff. You know a lot about He knows a lot of stuff about the show. <laughs> we, I don't know that much. <laughs> I'll forget this. Like someone tweeted the other day just a show that just came out and he's like, what was this? We, we have this ASAP club thing. Do you get, you get those episodes? Mm-hmm. Do you get them? Yeah. Do you listen to them immediately or do you wait? I used to. And then, um, it ruins it for you sometimes. Well, it would confuse me because then I would hear it on the regular feed and mm-hmm. I'd be like, did I hear this already? And then, uh, <laughs> and then I would delete stuff and I was like, well, yeah. wait, no, did I hear that already? Or gotcha. Not? So like I've, I've stopped. But so someone just listened to something they're like, what was, which was the episode where they said this? And I was in, in my head, I'm like, I, I remember saying it, I think. So I don't even know what we say, you know. We can't even, even remember what the person asked us what we said. Yeah, it's, I'm serious. So. It's, it's crazy. And we've been recording so much lately that it's just nuts. Mm-hmm. Like this, this isn't going to drop until January. Okay. Because we have like 10, 10 episodes in the can. Mm-hmm. So, and we've promised people that things would air at a certain time. Mm. So, but uh, I just want you to know that so you don't think, oh, I've never going to drop my show. <laughs> Once I know an exact date, I'll give it to you. Okay. Okay. So Kid A, that's the other one that I'm like, Kid A, I know that. Mm, That's Radiohead. Yeah. And this one, uh, 
This one also went platinum. Yeah, and it debuted at number one, their first number one. Yes, number one in the U.S., number one in the U.K., number one in Canada and France, and number I don't know if it debuted, but it went to, and number one in is that Ireland? What's what's IRL? I think that's that's Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, number one in Ireland. All right, so uh, oh, in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's your first song off Kid A? Um. Oh, Kyle, did you like the did you like the um, artwork for OK Computer? Yeah, yeah, I like this ink and Kid A's artwork a lot too. I think you're going to kind of like almost every one of these. Yeah, we'll see. Don't jump ahead. I've seen. I know what they look like. I've seen. Yeah, them all. don't jump ahead. This is the first time Kyle's ever seen these album covers. Nope. <laughs> it's false. <laughs> what What do you got for us from Kid A? Um, I think we should start with uh, the first song off the album, "Everything in Its Right Place." Uh, what size venues do they play when they come? They play Madison Square Garden. Oh, they do. Um, yeah, because it's. So, I'm, I was just looking at the the singles charts, and again, everything's not about singles, Pat. I'm t- talking to myself now, but um, literally, n- no, nothing like yeah. the charts, like no. So I was wondering because uh, I wasn't sure. So they, so when they come, do you get your tickets immediately because it, it sells out? Like, oh you, yeah, if I get a ticket off of Ticketmaster, I feel lucky. Okay, cool. Otherwise, I have to pay like you know. Three hundred, four hundred dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. So still, still a viable uh, touring entity. Mm. That's great. Um, and they play a lot of. Um, luckily, they play a lot of festivals, which is uh, weirdly like a cheaper way to see them because mm-hmm. uh, that way the ticket's expensive, but you get to see a lot of other bands. A lot of other bands. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're great. Uh, they, I mean, they're not U two size. They can't. They right, can't do right. A giant but that's stadium, still but. that's that's Madison Square Garden. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And they're not on a package tour like the bands I see. <laughs> You know, it's not Lover Boy a, and Radiohead. Boy. <laughs> it's a triple shot of rock. We got Eddie Money, we got Lover Boy, and we got Radiohead. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with track six, which is Optimistic. It was kind of hard to find a, a cue point because um, 
things change so quickly mm. in these songs. Like I'd be like, oh, this, oh, I like this part. And then it would be like, then it would rock, then it would get mellow, then it would yeah. be. So it, it, it really is difficult. And they have a lot of buildup. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, in 45 seconds, you know, encapsulate that. This might be the number one band that you won't get a complete feel of a song from just the clips that we're playing. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'll get a, you'll get a sense of what might be coming, but uh, and yeah. uh, live they sound almost completely different. Like uh, everything in its right place, they mm -hmm. um, they put like a beat to it, and it becomes like one of the one of the most exciting like uh, best parts of the of the uh, concert. That's great. What what kind of production uh, did they do? Is it just oh, it's amazing. It, they're, oh, they're okay, lights, here we go. Every every single concert um, has a different light setup, like it, Kiss. <laughs> like kiss i've never been to a kiss concert okay. so that's okay you don't go now because it's <laughs> there's gonna be trouble uh i'm sorry i interrupted you so they there's it, it's atmospheric just, lights yeah it's just uh every single time it uh it wows me like you sometimes you get lost in the lights that's cool yeah like uh for in rainbows they had these led lights that like hung from the rafters mm -hmm. uh, uh, vertically and um during the paranoid android the rain down part they just had like oh that's you know, oh i love it it's so cool is uh do these band members do they still live in the uk or do some of them live in the states i think they all still live um in the uk if not still in that same town where they were from nice yeah good that's, again uh, a lot very much like uh like they're very much like you two in that aspect i think yeah although i think all those guys have houses in malibu <laughs> um what's your next what's your first song off of kitty or second song um, I'm going to go uh, How to Disappear Completely. Oh, like this. You just do this. I'm not here. This isn't happening. That's what um, Michael Stipe told him to say to himself over and over again when he was freaking out about um, the popularity of OK Computer, because uh, he Tom York just had a meltdown and couldn't deal with like uh, how popular they'd become and how accepted they were. He he kind of felt like if you're accepted by that many people, you're shit. <laughs> you know? Isn't that why you get into the something like this though? I guess I it just he's you know wired a little differently. Yeah, and, I guess so. Uh, so like you said that song like you said kyle like a tortured genius mm -hmm. what are you looking at there kyle it looks like a mouse with a uh, that's their bear logo that's i was bear. gonna ask you about their this yeah. what what is what is it and why um i it came out either through the kid a uh, artwork session or the amnesiac artwork session and it just kind of got adopted um, okay. it, it popped up during the art of uh one of those albums everywhere mm -hmm. and it just kind of became an easy logo it's okay, kind of cool. it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. It looks like a, it it's looks a little cute. like Tim Burtony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, good. it's like a it's like a perfect circle, yeah. and then it's got like these jagged teeth. 
Yep. Like, yeah. Circle eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like kind of shaped like a Mickey Mouse head. Yeah. Yeah. With the ears. Is that a, is that a, um, what kind of t-shirt? Is that a Radiohead yeah, t-shirt? Yeah, it's a Radiohead t-shirt. I, I'm one of those people. Uh, no, that's good. This is Amnesiac. This mm-hmm. is a uh, Crying Minotaur, uh, which is on uh, a lot of the artwork for Amnesiac. Does it say anything on the back? No. No. See, but a, t- a t-shirt like that is cool because it doesn't say Radiohead on mm-hmm. it. It's just, it's, that's what it is. Yeah. And so. Yeah, yeah it kind of just, it looks like a, like a designer just shirt. Just like a cool but graphic like someone who knows Radiohead's going to know what that is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I've often wanted to get a tattoo of it, but then I've always chickened out because I just... You don't have any tattoos? I had no tattoos. Yeah. yeah. You don't need it. <laughs> you get a t-shirt. You don't need a tattoo yeah. of that. That's kind of how I feel too. Well, you get sick of the t-shirt, then you just get a new t-shirt. You get sick of the tattoo, <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, you have to ask your wife too if you can get a tattoo. Now you're married, you got to ask your wife if you can get a tattoo. Yeah. And it's hard to justify putting that much money down on such a small, stupid thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know how to say the name, the title of my next song. Is it idiotic? Is it idiotech? Idiotech. Idiotech. All right. I'm surprised you played this actually. Well, I, there's a let's hear it. <laughs> I love this. I thought this was so. This really. just caught my ear and i was like oh hey what's this yeah that's a banger like uh live i think that's the song they play the most either. wow really yeah that or paranoid android i'd say is probably like you're guaranteed to hear that one i'm glad i picked that one then. yeah god they're so good live i wish we could go right now <laughs> i would take I'd, I'd pay for your tickets but they uh they, so they're currently not on tour no they oh. just they just did a three-year tour for urban shape pool they did like um a section in 16 and 17 and in 18 in different parts of uh, the world. Let me see. The albums go 93, 95, 97, 2000, 2001, 2003, 2007. They don't make you wait too long. 2011. Then that was the longest time, 2011 to 2016. Yeah. That was the longest span. Well, after Hail to the Thief, which is the one that comes out in 03, that's, they're no longer on uh, Paraphone, Paraf- uh, EMI. Okay. Uh, so they, they don't have deadlines or anything, you know. And do whatever they want. Yeah. Good and for so, them. It's like three years between each album average, the first six. And then after the, the next three, it's like five years average. Four but as a fan, you want it to be a little sooner than that. I, I mean, you've talked about this on your podcast before. Like I wrestle with it. Like, do I want um, as much as soon as possible or do I want them to make it as perfect as I know they right. can? So Now, what will happen now that you have a, a child? You'll be like, Oh, she was this age when the last Radiohead album came out. Now she's now she's ten, and you know what I mean. It's yeah. just going to be like yeah. the passing of time. Really, is you're aware of it once you have a baby. It's crazy. I'm not going to lie. Um, there's this. Uh, uh, what if you said, I'm not going to lie? I don't like being a father. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that right now. I just I'm, I'm not into it. <laughs> um, uh, just toss my ID into a fire and walk away. Um, <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a thing called Rockabye Baby. Have you heard of it? 
Oh, are those the CDs like where there's like like there's an ACDC one and there's a and do you do you have yeah. any of those? Yeah, um, a couple of people gave them to me as gifts. Like I've got the David Bowie one, uh, and then I bought the Radiohead one. Yeah, how many bands have these? Uh, there's a ton. There's a ton. It's like a huge series. How do what do they sound like? Uh, they're on Spotify. Um, they're they're just like basically like xylophone renditions mm-hmm. of uh, of Paranoid Android and stuff like that. That's cool. And I I did play it. Uh, when she was a kid, but now I, I, she really loves anything with like a beat, like mm-hmm. a baseline. So I've been playing uh, a lot of Jackson Five for. Her. I've been playing her uh, the Queen. Uh, another one bites the dust. Oh, that's perfect. Chic, good times. She'll, she'll boogie down to that. Uh, kids love a song like another one bites the dust. It's about a murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's about an assassin. Yeah, gangster. Um, where are we at now? We're still in Kid A. You got one for? You got another one for us? Um, I just played How to Disappear. Do you have another one? I don't. Okay. So, I, I've got the national anthem. Okay. Is this our national anthem? <laughs> should, should we stand? It should be. I'm taking a knee. Yeah, that was fun. That was neat. Mm. I, uh, neat. <laughs> goofball. Cut that out. What's the time code? No. Uh, um, no, don't tell me. Uh, I feel so, I feel really awake today. Do okay. I seem awake? Have you drank a lot of water today? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. I, had a, I had a breakfast sandwich and, uh, and then a bowl of cereal mm. and then another bowl of cereal. Okay. And, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't get any sleep last night at all. The cat, the cat keeps me up. She comes to my side of the bed and wakes me up. And last night she was terrible. Does she jump on you? If I tell you what she does, you're not going to believe it. She, we, have I talked about this on the show before? I don't know. I don't know either. See, we don't remember. Um, uh, our dressers in our, in our bedroom, they have like a little, they have like a, like a little metal, uh, it looks like, a, it looks like a coin and that's what you grab to pull the drawers open and to wake me up at night. She doesn't do this during the day. She only does it when I'm sleeping. She taps, she taps on it and it's like a door knocker. And it, it is unbelievable. Or she'll just sit next, she'll get up on my side of the bed, just her paws up next to me and just meow, meow, mm. meow. And so I get up because if Pilar wakes up, she's up for good. So, but I can just like stumble around and zombie it around and go back to sleep somewhere. But last night, no matter where I went, she just kept following me. Like I went, I went to the cat and she's there. And I went to, my daughter was on a sleepover. So I went in her room and she came it was it was horrible it was horrible and if you shut the door the bedroom door she just bangs on the door bangs with her paw on the door incessantly she's i'm crazy. impressed that you don't just give in and just feed her 
Well, she's uh, she's the 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 vet wants her to lose some, mm-hmm. some weight, so I can't just give her any food. Sometimes if I just pick her up and give her some uh, mm-hmm. some cuddles, attention. that'll uh, attention that'll um that'll that'll appease her. But man, last night she was bonkers. Do you have pets? Uh, my cat is sixteen pounds, so guess which uh, which way I go with that. I just toss just some food. Toss some food because <laughs> <laughs> she was waking up Hikari at the beginning with uh. her loud. Um, meows and so I, I just bribed her to please be quiet well you have to decide wh- which is more important to you <laughs> the, the child or the cat <laughs> how old is the cat uh we've had the cat it was a um, rescue uh we've had it for five years yeah five our cat's years. four years old yeah. yeah very needy she's sweet she's she's gotten sweeter since the kid came home oh, that's now nice. she doesn't get as much attention so like she was never a lap cat a lap yeah. cat and then now she she jumps in your lap no we have a, the cat's really cool it's just at night she wants she has me trained. She trained me. Well, it's hard when you sleep all day and everyone's around and awake and then you wake up and then no one's. That's what, that's what I feel like. Should I like, should I be, should I like be bothering her during the day when she's napping? Like <laughs> just pick her up and move her, you know, and just make her move just bang, her Just bang something. Just bang Get something. Get that Ozzy Osbourne thing and oh, just, just right, right. Just bring the vacuum in and <laughs> no matter where she is, just run the vacuum. Cause I, yeah, she sleeps all day and then, then two in the morning, it's her witching hour. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> Uh, moving on to oh, what do you think of Kid A? Uh, as as an album, I didn't didn't really like it that yeah. much. So you 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 peak with uh, Pablo Honey, and then from I then still, on it just uh, goes down down down. Yeah, it it does. I'm not saying that there's not gems in there that I like. Of course, the songs I've picked, and and some of the ones that you've been playing um, have taken on a new uh, a new life for me. I've liked them so um, more than I felt like i did when i listened to the albums mm-hmm. as a whole but yeah that's that's where i'm at right now but uh is amnesiac i'm gonna guess is amnesiac the one you had the hardest uh, time with no the one i oh. uh, it was uh, the king, king of, of limbs, limbs. Yeah, yeah that was that was rough i was like i might not be able to pick you're one. you're not alone some a lot of people uh, who like radiohead uh, just can't get into that album either even though we're not there yet how what do you do you you like it i like it uh <laughs> i mean it it's not my favorite mm-hmm. and it took a while for me to warm up to it mm-hmm. but I guess seeing it live, uh, um, let's jump in ahead a little bit, but um, they don't they don't play anything pre-recorded. They do everything live. Good. And um, to do all of the um, uh, complex uh, percussion that they mm-hmm. did on Bloom, they got a second uh, touring drummer, uh, Clive Deemer. He's, mm-hmm. He did like Portishead and stuff like that. And, um, uh, and the cast of Stomp <laughs> <laughs> toured with him. So it was pretty impressive. And uh, it, it really opens up those songs and it, um, it makes it makes them better, I think. Do you think we'll ever see Tom York with two trash cans strapped to his feet? <laughs> you know, you might because <laughs> he's really into percussion and electronics and stuff like that. So uh, are these songs written uh, as, a, as a unit? As... Um, I think Tom does most of the lyrics and then mm-hmm. they come up with their own little bits like a piecemeal kind of. Okay. Sometimes they're not even recording together. Someone records something they, and then they mix them together. Do they get credited though as the band, or just like every single song is credited to Radiohead? All right, that's all, cool. All five of them. I find that the the singer probably. I mean, not all the time, but I find that if the singer's saying those words, they want it to be something that they feel comfortable saying. I mean, there's you know, Roger Daltrey sings Pete Townsend's words, but mm. obviously he's comfortable with that. Yeah. So, all right, Amnesiac. Uh, go ahead. You're up. Um. I'm going to start with Pyramid Song. I was on the wrong list. Hang on. Kyle. You like that artwork? 
So why was there an album? Like, why was this the shortest time period? Um, I'm not really sure why. A, a lot of people joke and call Amnesiac Kid B because um, <laughs> they think that it was just That's a bunch funny. of, um, you know, Top leftovers takes. from, yeah. yeah. But the band was pretty adamant saying that, no, this is an album that uh, stands on its own. And Pyramid Song, I think, is one of their most beautiful songs ever. So it's 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 really short because October two thousand and then June two thousand one. Yeah. So that's not even a year. That's months. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I'm not I'm not sure why. But you're good with Amnesia. <clears throat> yeah, I love Amnesia. Uh, um, this might be the one I'm least familiar with because I like kind of didn't even recognize the album cover. Like yeah. I've seen all the other ones a bunch of times. Yeah, it's probably. Uh, if I had to guess, it would probably be um, among like the hardcore people who mm-hmm. uh, disregard Pablo Honey. It's probably like the, the least favorite. Okay, but I I love it. Uh, who, who do you go to to shows with? Do you go by yourself or do you go with do you have a concert buddy? Um, I go with Mio and uh, Mio's my wife. And mm-hmm. if uh, she doesn't go with me, um, there's a, a guy in New York who loves Radiohead. Okay, as much cool. As I do. Um, and then I go by myself if I can't find anybody. Now, if you and your wife go, you gotta get a sitter. Yeah, and it's that's a long night expense, and it's a long night for a concert. Yeah, do you have fa- any family in Brooklyn? No, no. no. My family f- lives in Tennessee and Texas. And where does her family live? They live in Long Island. Okay, and Pennsylvania. Okay, so we see them more. All right, but yeah, it's uh, it's hard when you don't have a like a a yeah. sitter or a support group or whatever whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it takes a village, Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with, and I, I, and you have this on your list too, but this is one of my picks is I might be wrong. A dog? Yeah, I think it's the dog next door. Oh yeah, <laughs> open the window and tell him to shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your uh, what's your song next song for uh, Amnesiac? Uh, what's go, your song? <laughs> I'll go uh, Knives Out. Say that again. Knives Knives out. out. Oh, and I have that too. So this is a crossover. like a lot of people like think that they just completely got rid of the guitar after kid a but the, it's still there it's mm-hmm. just uh, we have a, a couple you have a couple of guitar players in the band you can't <laughs> totally get rid of the guitar right 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 kyle right so i <laughs> johnny green would learn to play other instruments <laughs> <laughs> he's insane he i mean uh tom york's probably the best known but uh, johnny greenwood might be the mvp 
Like he really, really yeah, he's just musically, he's just a genius. Wow. How old are these guys? Uh, I think Tom just turned 50. Uh, so they're all around there. Yeah. So they're not, they're not spring chickens. No. Johnny's the youngest. He's the younger brother of Colin. How old is he? Probably 47. I like, like he likes, knows everything. I can't, yeah, I can't, <laughs> I don't have a question that he can't answer. How old are you? I'm 33. You were supposed to go, uh, no, I don't know. I have to check with my wife. 33. So he's, uh, like four years four, older. Four years older than you. Yeah. And he's a couple and yeah, three years younger than me. <laughs> Um, what's your next tune? Um, I'm done. I think. You're done. Yeah. Okay. Let's move. We're moving on to hail to the thief. Yeah. What do you think of this album cover, Kyle? Um, I like it a lot. It's like a, uh, it's like a painting that would be like hanging in a museum. Well, look at you. Fancy. Fancy <laughs> pants. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's how many museums have you been to? I've been to several museums. Oh, well, look at you. Uh, museums. I like a museum. This album was kind of mostly recorded here in Los Angeles. And the artwork is, uh, it kind of reflects that. It's uh, all your street signs and everything. It's indicative of the, <laughs> of the space here yeah. where, we, where we live. Yeah, this was recorded at Ocean Way Recording in Hollywood, California. And again, they're still working with Nigel. Mm, yeah. And uh, what genre do they call this? Uh, alternative art rock, experimental rock, electronic rock. Yeah, alternative, I think, is what I've always heard it be called. Yeah. Yeah, if I when I when I put it in my iTunes, you have to you can select mm-hmm. what you want to. I called it alternative. <laughs> I called it spoken word. Yeah. Um, what is your first uh, song from Hail to the Chief? Hail to the Thief. Yes. <laughs> Hail to. I said I was awake, and now I'm sleepy. No. Mm-hmm. Hail to the Thief. I'm sorry. My cold is coming on. No. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling sick. Uh, let's go there. There. <laughs> it's fake. head there there it's so great in live um johnny and ed play drums too so they have four people playing drums and it's just uh tom on the guitar and colin on bass it's so good is there a song you you haven't heard them play live that you would love to hear them play airbag airbag Uh, i have not heard that i've been chasing that uh i went to two of their four concerts in new york this year and um i went right in between they played airbag on the third night i went one and four do you, uh, when a tour starts, do you check the set list or do you just want to go in? Every night. And, uh, but I mean, do you, so, so you check the set list prior to going to the show to mm-hmm. give you, so you know if you, I kind of do that now too. I mean, it's weird because you're, I guess you're supposed to be surprised. Yeah. I, I don't want to be too surprised. <laughs> I, I want to know what's coming and I want to, I want to guess as to what their, um, their random old song is going to be. Okay. Like in 2016, they played Let Down at Madison Square Garden for the first time in like 10 years. And, uh, I went, 
insane. I, I scared Mia. Like I got, I, I literally jumped. She like, are you having a heart attack? <laughs> uh, what is, um, and, and did a lot of people go crazy? I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It was up on the, on the blogs and everything like, uh, consequence of sound and stuff. Just like Radiohead played let down. Have you met friends, uh, through Radiohead, uh, um, what do you call it now? God, blogs, media. message boards. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I got turned on to, uh, a Radiohead cover band that's uh, in New York called They're There, actually. Okay. I just went and saw them, and that was fun. But I didn't, like, uh, hang out with people. I just saw gotcha. them. Gotcha. Yeah, went to the concert. Do they, uh, do they just play the music as best they can, or they, do they try to imitate the uh, how the band is live? They try to imitate it more like how it is on the record. Oh, okay. And, okay. Uh, like, they, like, Radiohead never tours with uh, strings or horn, mm-hmm. uh, and I wish they would. Um, but... Uh, Lift or uh, they're there actually uh, brought out like horn players. Oh, neat! Yeah, and has Radiohead ever done these things where they do an album show, like where they play? Mm-mm. No, no. I don't. I don't think they ever will. No, because the uh, like even OK Computer, which would which a lot of people thought maybe they would, because mm-hmm. this was the twentieth anniversary uh, last year. But uh, Tom York hates the song uh, "Electioneering." <laughs> like he'll never play it again. So like, you know. So that's forget it. Yeah. Not going to happen. Uh, okay, my first song on Hail to the Thief is Go to Sleep. Something for the rag of James, let me ask you a question about this album. Is this a concept album? Because all the song titles have a parentheses yeah. thing afterwards. So is there a story going through here that I that I couldn't decipher? Uh, I mean, a lot of it has to deal with like the anger of um, the whole Iraq war um, in the 03, like uh, George W. Bush winning the election, all that stuff. Um, but I think this one is their um, most contentious record. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tom York didn't like the mixing and they, they took a long time uh, coming up with the set list. And this, this uh, album more than the other, I feel kind of, I think is kind of more like a hit and miss. Okay. Like it's my least favorite of the nine. Uh, I mean, I love it. I'll go to bat for it. Um, <laughs> I love it, but it's your least favorite. Yeah. Uh, just cause like, you know, it, it, it's not as cohesive as all the other ones. Yeah. And I think the parentheses thing uh, kind of speaks to that. Yeah. Every single song, you know, like the, the, the one that I just played has, uh, it's called um, Go to Sleep and then Little Man Being Erased. <laughs> like like n- none of the, none of the parentheses it, yeah, it's not really correspond with the, uh, the actual title. Right. Like it's, it's not like, like, this is what Tom wanted it to be called. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like hopelessly devoted and then in parentheses to you. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. It's all over the place crazy. Like I, uh, a punch up at a wedding and then it's just like no 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 no, no, no. It's like nuts yeah uh, okay what do we got what from your least favorite uh myxomatosis is my next one 
I had myxomatosis once, and then I you know, got a couple of shots. Is that what you have now? Yeah, do you have myxomatosis? wasn't my favorite. Hmm. What's the uh, parentheses on myxomatosis? Judge, jury, and executioner. All right. <laughs> what if it was Judge Judy? <laughs> uh, do you have another one, or do we get through all years? I'm, I'm reading your list upside down. Um, I had Sailed to the Moon, but we can skip it. Are you sure? Yeah, it's fine. We can play it. You're here. No, because the next album's the better one. So Okay. This is the album that they gave away for free. <laughs> <laughs> Pay what you want. Which, what did you pay for it initially? I paid nothing for it because uh, I just wanted to download it. Yeah. Because uh, I knew I was, I always buy the CD anyway. Sure. And um, they also had a, a vinyl like uh, deluxe package that uh, I didn't buy, but I almost did. Do you have a turntable? I don't. Uh, if I did, I think um, Mia would leave me because I would just waste <laughs> thousands of dollars. It's it, expensive it's a hobby slope. now. Yeah, yeah, it's an expensive hobby now. Um, but my, um, my best friend... Uh, did buy me the OK Computer 20th uh, anniversary edition on vinyl. Just just as a collectible. Yeah, because he, he tried to push me that way. Yeah, it's difficult. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but I, I mean, Hikari really loves music, and I would love her to be creative, you know, mm-hmm. musician or something like that. So, uh, if, you know, playing music in the house, uh, it'd be a fun memory probably. Well, you can play music in the house without yeah. having a turntable. That's true. Plus, she's a kid, so you're going to come home. There's going to be baby blocks spinning around in a circle, and the <laughs> stylus is going to be broke. And you're going to be, oh, damn it. That's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, In Rainbows. Did this come out? Was this like a surprise when it came out? I forget. Yeah. Uh, so all of a sudden, it was there. Yeah, they came out with a blog post, and they said, hey, uh, we're done with the next album. It's coming out in 10 days. It's called In Rainbows. Pay what you want. And you just went crazy. Yeah. The whole internet just kind of broke down. Like, and they're, they're kind of the first ones to do the whole uh, surprise mm-hmm. drop. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a thing now, uh, you know, you two Eminem, who else has done it? Uh, Nine Inch Nails did it with one. Like they, they did it and they like said like, Oh, because of Radiohead, we're going to do it like this. Yeah. Beyonce, she did it, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She did it. How mad were people when you two uh, when you opened your iTunes and there was a U two album in there? You, you act like they put a virus in your computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, delete it if you don't want those ten songs. Well, the cover art does look kind of. <laughs> well, the cover art for the download was different. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, you, you can look it up. I actually like it better than the low hug from Larry <laughs> Mullen Jr. <laughs> but then everyone's like, well, "That's his son." I'm like, ah, "Okay." It, which they're, one is they're it? Both innocence or experience? Um, I think it's uh, innocence. Songs of innocence, whatever. You're gonna click on it. Kyle's looking at art. So there's, yeah, there's, there's a little scroll it, and th- that was the artwork. Oh, it's like a shirtless his, boy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's his son. Oh, okay. But um, and and Larry Mullen is dressed as a priest, so it's uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> they're both shirtless, right? Yeah. Dad, hey, son, get in here. We're gonna shoot the album cover. 
take your shirt off and I'm going to low hug you. Come on, dad. Let's not do that. I don't like that album cover at all. No. Do you like album covers with the band on the front of it or do you uh, prefer ones that don't? Um, it, 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 I guess it depends. I, I think a good album cover is a good album cover and a bad album cover is a bad album cover. I do like the, um, I do like the cover of all that you can't leave behind where they're just like, it's in black and white and they're in the airport and they're like kind of in the center. Yeah. But, um, but then I like the cover of war and I like, you know, I don't really dislike many U2 album covers, but that one, I just, I don't know. I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I just don't like it. I'm making fun of it for other reasons, but it just doesn't strike me as a, as a good album cover. I like the, I like the age of experience with, um, I think it's, is that the edges kid and Bono's kid holding hands on the front? I like that Probably, better, yeah. but anyway, okay. I digress. What about you? Do you like, uh, I can't picture it, what you're talking about. Oh no. I mean, oh. bands or. I guess because Radiohead's not on any of their album covers. <laughs> uh, For good reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I have a preference. Yeah. Um, if it's good artwork, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But artwork is kind of, it's gone by the wayside, you know, yeah. since no, nobody buys physical stuff anymore. This is Songs of Experience. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Th- that That's better than... That's a way better, yeah. Yeah, and she I like that she has uh, an army helmet on. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. That's what's nice so about like, the rock room. You can just pull out whatever you're talking about. Pull to. out whatever you want. Well, okay, in rainbows. <laughs> I like the, I like this album cover. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. And uh what's your first free song that you didn't pay anything for? <laughs> uh let's go with the opener, 15 step. This is Mio's favorite song. That's also a beautiful name. And then you walk in with Jim. <laughs> 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 vibe on that song a little bit for me i got i'm deep in the album with my first pick i'm uh, track eight house of cards song yeah i like it it's very chill very chill. just like on a sunday you're up in the rock room they, you got fed heads on your mic <laughs> radiohead does this thing where they they go on tour and they play new songs before they come out on the album oh uh, cool and you've seen them do that obviously mm-hmm. yeah I, I got to see them at, at bonnaroo in 2006 
and they played uh, I think six new songs, and that was one of them. It was wow. like the second to last song, and it was just euphoric. Do they announce that it's a new song, or it's just in the set list? And if you don't know it, you you know it's a new song. Sometimes they say this in the like uh, that night. He said like this is another new song. We're gonna play a lot of new songs, but or old songs. But we're gonna play some new stuff too. This is another new song. This is backstrap fever. <laughs> Please enjoy it. Well, actually, they, with him, it would be backstroke fever. Backstroke fever, yeah, because he's synchronized swimming. <laughs> do, uh, do they ever do covers or anything in, in, in concert? They stick to their own catalog. Uh, back in the 90s, they played uh, a couple of covers, mm-hmm. like uh, Carly Simon, uh, the Bond song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but How come they haven't done... They, they seem like a band that should do a Bond theme, but I bet they're against doing a Bond theme because it'll become popular and they'll win an Academy Award. They did a Bond theme for Spectre, and it got rejected for oh, Sam yeah. Smith's. Uh, did we know that? I think we did, but we, here I'll look it up real quick. I mean, obviously, I think it's better, but and what was the song Sam called? Smith's Spectre. Sucks, so it was called Spectre. Can you find? Is that out yeah, it, there? It's on YouTube. They released it. They released it as a single. Oh, let's hear. I don't know if we talked. Did we talk about that in our James Bond episode? Um, we probably I, didn't, and you drove into a wall, <laughs> so pissed off. No, what upset me the most is uh, when you did Rockopedia Volume R and you didn't do Radiohead. That's why I, I would have. Uh, I vowed that I would come on the show. Mm, then. Well, now we're we're getting a lot of it now. Are you? <laughs> did you find it, Kyle? Yeah, I've never heard this. No, it wasn't worth it. Hold on, uh, here we go. So I could buy this on iTunes. Mm-hmm. This is really. I'm going to buy it and put it in my Bond mix. Why is it on the shittiest website? That's the Radiohead website. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's on Daily Motion. What the, get the fuck out of here. Hold on. Who sorry. are you talking to? Just the world. Don't tell our guest to get out. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Spectre. How do I move? How do I breathe? It sounds like a bomb theme so far. Mm-hmm. That's not it. That's not it. Fuck. <laughs> sorry. Why is this so hard to find? Well, if you just go to iTunes, because you, <laughs> no. ne- you never do, you will never it, do it. Because it, I still wouldn't, it still wouldn't have loaded the store by this time here. Okay. I need so, to go to iTunes. I hate, I hate we this fight every this day. Every it. day we talk about it. I'll just randomly go, why don't you go to iTunes? Do you know the song, uh, No Good About Goodbyes? By, um, it's a, it was the rejected song for Quantum of Solace. No, who sings that? The, the woman who sings Goldfinger. What's her name? She's done two or three of them. Oh, Shirley Bassey. Yeah, she sings it. I do like that Jack White. Um, oh, you like it? Uh, Alicia Keys song a lot, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like that. I know they don't, but I and I don't understand why. The first time from the first time I heard it, I was like, I "Where do it. I search here?" Well, just type in uh, Radiohead. This is search library. Oh, now it says search. So <laughs> I'm having fun with this. So this 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 all stays in the show. So far, no edits. Furious about this. Uh, I've got it on my it phone. Is. If you want, yeah, he's got it. He's got it. I don't. It'll, I don't know where to drop us in, but let's hear all ninety seconds.
to look up the lyrics there because I can't I can't really tell what he's saying. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna buy that right now. I'm gonna buy it's, that song. Way better than why, Sam's. Why was it? Why was it turned down? I think they said it was too depressing, which is kind of a I mean normal hit on Radiohead. <laughs> but I mean, that's a lot of the Bond songs are depressing. Mm. Wow, look at this band photo on iTunes. Look at this. Which one of these guys mugged you, ma'am? <laughs> You've seen the black and white photo that's just a yeah, long... Yeah, yeah. Tom York's in the middle. He's like, yeah, it's that's like in a, my house above my mantle. Close up of their faces. Yeah. yeah. I gotta be honest, Tom York kind of looks badass in that. He's growing into uh, looking better. Yeah, he actually... He's he's one yeah, of those like guys... That beard. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's aging into um, to his quirkiness. Yeah. How about that nice way of saying it? But you see how ugly Johnny is, right? Uh, which like one the is square, he? the square faced, like blockheaded one? Let me look. Oh, the <laughs> guy that has bolts in his neck. <laughs> I'm buying this right now. No joke. Okay, let me. Uh, I'm gonna scroll back up. I got the spinning wheel of death. This is good radio. <laughs> uh, but I think that's so much better than Sam Smith, right? Yeah, that Sam Smith one's yeah. garbage. It's trash. Academy Award winning Sam Smith. I wrote it in 20 minutes. It sounds like it. What'd you do with the other 15? <laughs> which which guy has this? Which guy? Which guy's Johnny? So that's Johnny right oh, there. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. He looks like Dee Dee Ramone's son or something. He kind of looks like an uglier version of that guy from All American Rejects. In yeah, that yeah, picture. yeah. Uh, they used him, uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh -huh. You know, they have that rock band in that scene. Uh, oh, yeah. The ball. Oh, he, he's, he's, he's in there? Yeah. yeah. Him, yes. him and Phil Selway are part of that band. That's really Also, these, these can't be the five best photos from the session. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this I mean, guy looks okay he looks okay this guy at the end next to the uh, bald guy the rightmost next to the bald guy it's it's great to talk about a picture right. no one can see <laughs> they so can look it up that's ed ed uh, he doesn't look hair. bad phil's the bald one yeah and then tom tom and, with the eye and then colin's on the end there yeah colin's got his head cocked to the side colin's just happy to be here <laughs> all right now i lost track of where we are kyle uh it would, where are it's we james pick all right thank you um I'm going to go Body Snatchers. this bond thing for a second mm -hmm. i really find it it seems to go against what radiohead is that they would want to be want to do a bond theme you know what i mean i mean it puts them in that uh in that small category of people who have done one but it just doesn't seem like something that they would want to do you know what i'm saying maybe um being british maybe they like see that as like an honor maybe yeah like yeah i would because like bond is kind of their like number one treasure right yeah so 
also seems like a Radiohead thing to do a Bond theme and have it be rejected for being too sad, <laughs> and then they release it anyway. So it seems yeah. no, that it yeah, seems that's very true. appropriate. It does feel yeah. The outcome <laughs> is appropriate with uh, oh they didn't it was too sad and they didn't like it when we released it anyway. Okay, they've done some stuff for soundtracks or for movies specifically, like uh, exit music for a film was done for Romeo and Juliet, the one in '96. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the one with Baz Luhrmann and yeah. uh, and they did one for the subtle right Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> <laughs> uh they did one for um the avengers the 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 british avengers in the 90s oh okay okay um that they didn't end up doing they on the 20th edition of okay computer they released it um as a b-side it's called man of war it's pretty good um, yeah so they've done some stuff for movies got so excited when you said avengers because <laughs> for, for us that's a whole different thing mm-hmm. that's not uh, patrick mcnee and or who was it? It was Uma Thurman. And Ray Fiennes. And Ray Fiennes. That was good casting. Yeah. And was, uh, oh, was with Kenneth Branagh, was he the villain? Uh, Sean Connery was Sean the villain. Con- oh, Sean Connery was the villain. Mm-hmm. My villain, I was Bloodcock. <laughs> name. Sean Connery. How's that? Uh, it's not great. No. I don't do good impressions. I think okay. I do, but I, sometimes I get it for like a second. Yeah. Like my wife, I'll do an impression for like, I'll just, I'll do it once and never be able to do it again. But for that one time, she'll be like, that sounded exactly like <laughs> whoever you were doing. All right. You've Jim, already done Paul Stanley. So that was, that was my uh, goal before <laughs> we came here. I didn't even do it for you. You did a little bit. Let me beginning. tell you something. We got James <laughs> Sandlin here. He liked Radiohead with Tom York. They're great. They did a song for Spectre. <laughs> One of my favorite James Bond movies. I like Spy Who Loved Me and Octopussy. <laughs> All right, Jigsaw falling into place. Uh, no, no joke. I, I bet his favorite is Octopussy. Oh, it's Octopussy. <laughs> I, like, I, would be, I would be like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we did a theme song and it was rejected. <laughs> Can you imagine them writing a, a Bond theme? Oh. oh, my God. I take my gun and I put it in your holster. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. He's going to steal that. <laughs> yeah. He might, and then I shoot, shoot one, two, three. It just starts dumb. Yeah. Just the rudimentary <laughs> lyrics. Whatever the first thing is that comes to their mind, they write it down on the pad and they put music to it, and that's a Kiss album. I'm an agent. You're my secret. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna meet in an alley and exchange some fluids. What? No, you know what? What? Paul, just stick to your just stick to the ones Gene wrote. Whoa! <laughs> uh, okay, again, Jigsaw falling into place. Jigsaw. This is great. I love this. Disappears. No one will wind up like a spring before you. 
Now he's singing in a different. He's singing differently on that song. Yeah. It doesn't sound like the typical Tom York vocal. Yeah, he's not doing. Sometimes he doesn't do falsetto. Mm-hmm. And as he's getting older, it's kind of getting a little harder for him. Like his voice is not as powerful as it used to be. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's still really beautiful. It's like, still cool. Yeah. Like on Nude, he hits this really high note that's uh, a big buildup. Yeah. And everybody always cheers after he does it uh, live. Uh, is Ace Freely around, by the way? Is Ace? Uh, probably. I just have a question for him. Okay. Ace, I'm a, I, I think, and you let me know if I'm right or wrong. James Bond movies. Is Moonraker your favorite? Sure, baby. All right, very good. Because it takes place in space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Space Ace. That's why. Of course he likes it. What's, uh, James, what's your next song on? Uh, Jaws is in Radiohead, right? Yeah, Jaws, Jaws is too good looking to be in Radiohead. <laughs> um, uh, weird Fishes. James, you on Twitter? Yeah, uh, not very active. Where are what, what is um, it? What are you? At what? At J, just single J, Sandlin 4. What's the 4 for? Lou Gehrig is my favorite uh, baseball player. Oh, okay, that's cool. But the other three were taken. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It says, it says uh, jo- Johan Sandlin. Johan? I think Joanne. Joanne? That's, did I spell that right? How do you spell your last name? S-A-N-D-L-I-N? Yeah. That's Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, that's that's a Twitter account, but it's it's Joanne Sandlin. Weird. Isn't that what he just, isn't that what he said? At J-S-A-N-D-L-I-N-4? The letter J or J-A-Y? Just J. Look at this. Twitter talk. That's what came up. See that? Weird. That is weird, right? Someone steal your account? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's... Um... Are you an Android? <laughs> Are you a bot? We have a bot right here. Maybe it's... I, I don't know what it is. Then. All right. I'm sorry. All right. Well, it's so weird that the, what you said is an actual Twitter account, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How random is that? Yeah, it's maybe. not coming up on my phone. All right. That's cool. I'm just going to follow you. No problem. <laughs> well, now Joanne has a new follower. Now Joanne has a new follower. And uh, that's cool. Brings her up to three. Yep. Okay, we're uh, we're still in rainbows. Do you have any more? No, I just had House of Cards and Jigsaw falling into place. I've got one more. It's it's my favorite song that they've ever released. It's wow. Reckoner. S- strong words. Yeah. From James Sandland, also known as Joanne Four. <laughs>
Sorry, I'm at jsandlin underscore four. Mm-hmm. Underscore, underscore four. And Because uh, Joanne got there first. There you are. I'm following you back. Thank you. Look at this picture of you. Let me see what's going on here. You, uh, is, that your, is that from your wedding day? No, I think that's when I was best man at uh, another wedding. I'm going to make that my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> you have like a little, you got a little, uh, a little uh, chin action, a little beard there going. It kind of has it here in real life as well. You see what's behind the microphone. You look younger in person than you do on this picture where you look terrible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't he, he looks to, well, it's the profile. He looks totally different. Is that a Radiohead picture at the top there? Yes. Yeah, it is. No, oh, Christ. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's them. Uh, let me see it's like pink or clouds. Yeah. Yeah, that's the King of Limbs tour. And was that like a, was that a screen on, t- on or those? Yeah, those are all like LED screens. That's really cool. And like they, um, almost like a marionette puppet, they yeah. were on strings and they could change their shape. Oh, that's and pretty cool. That angle. is pretty cool. I love, yeah. I love stuff like that. And a lot of bands don't do stuff like that anymore, but they do. U2 does. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Love that. All right. We are back to, are we moving on? We're moving on to the album I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> the King of Limbs. Tell me a little bit about this, because I just, I, I was like, every single one, I was like, oh, Christ, yeah. I don't think I can get through this. So, like, this one, like, In Rainbows was so warm, and it was so, like, uh, loose, and I think they just um, wanted to go the complete opposite way, and they, they came up with, like, new coding to do their songs, which... Um, it's a it, short album, too, 37 yeah. minutes, eight songs, but... Yeah. A lot of people at the time thought they were going to come out with, like, almost like Kid A and Amnesiac, they were going to come out with an immediate... Uh, new album because they had so many b-sides uh stuff just floating out there but it wasn't it was uh three years yeah so what um i only got one i'll just i'll just play it i i, I liked uh i like lotus flower mm. that's the one where he's dancing in the youtube uh, video that everybody makes fun of oh really yeah they they uh put him to like beyonce and stuff <laughs> it's it's pretty funny Come to at Yankee Stadium where you can pay $130 for a ticket and then wait over 30 minutes for a $12 chicken sandwich. You were at a baseball game? Yeah. $130 uh, to see a baseball game? Well, I, I didn't actually pay those tickets, but that's how much those tickets were uh, we, we for. Were, were you in a box? Yeah, they um, they were given to us uh, by the uh, paycheck company that does the elementary. Okay. And, uh, or no, does, I, that was when I was on Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it took like 45 minutes to get a chicken sandwich. And it was 12 bucks. Yeah. No refund. Either. Was it any good? 
No, it was terrible. <laughs> no, that's the word. If it was, if it was the best chicken sandwich you ever had, you'd be like, "Well, that was fucking worth it." No, I felt like it's... a brick in my stomach. <laughs> it's awful. So you worked on Iron Fist. Yeah, the 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 one that we can't get through. <laughs> yeah, I I never actually watched the show either. So. Do you watch any of the shows you work on? I guess you're not obligated no. to. I I came in on. Uh, I got to work on Daredevil two, and then excellent. Uh, and then. Um, Iron Fist 1, and then Defenders, and okay. then Jessica Jones 2, and then Iron Fist 2. Oh, boy. I, I haven't watched... I, I watched Defenders. Yeah. Um, the second season of uh, Daredevil's great. Really? Yeah, the first half's great, yeah. Yeah. Then Electra comes in, and it's garbage. I love Electra. <laughs> She's fine, but then it gets... It's silly. I don't know. A bunch of ninjas come. It's silly. It's ridiculous. Stop saying silly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's silly. We throw the I heard uh, Daredevil 3 is really good. Yeah, it's great. So I far. haven't seen yeah. any of that yet, but Kyle has. What are you working on now? Elementary. That's um, what he said. Say that. That's right. He told me that. So much for me being awake. <laughs> that was uh, that was two hours ago. I can't remember that. <laughs> All right. So that's my one, Lotus Flower. Do you like that one? Yeah, I love this album. Uh, I mean, the first half is not as good as the second half. I think the second half is much better. Give me your top three Radiohead albums. You have to rank them. Uh, one would be OK Computer, okay. two would be In Rainbows, and three would be um, <laughs> Kid A. OK. Probably Kid A. All right. So uh, The King of Limbs, what do we got from you? You, got, uh, you had Lotus Flower. I did have Lotus Flower. Um, if you could play Bloom. See, that just isn't that doesn't you to sleep that doesn't do it for me i i'm like waiting for something to happen i guess i don't know kyle what do you think yeah it's it's a lot different than lotus flower <laughs> yeah i mean that's well, the song like, that they play when they want you to tell uh where the uh where the codes are <laughs> <laughs> and they're also pulling your fingernails out they actually just did uh, a collaboration with hans zimmer on that song to put it to the new like planet earth so like uh you see, like jellyfish oh, okay. floating by when he oh, says. Oh, then that. I guess I wouldn't mind. I guess if the visuals match. Yeah, but just to listen way. to it as a as a song. Yeah, but if there's some jellyfish, yeah, I'm I'm in. Oh, you jellyfish, <laughs> jellyfish, <laughs> sure. What ne- what's next? I noticed you, most um, of the ones you picked are from the, the second yeah, half. The yeah. second half of the album. Um, I'll skip. Uh, I love "Give Up the Ghost," but just play a uh, separator. You sure you don't want to play it?
is uh, is there a band that you love that is like the exact opposite of what Radiohead does? Like if you say this band, I'm going to go, really? You like Radiohead? And you also like hmm. the music made me do it? What? <laughs> Um, no, they're all pretty much line up. Like, um, I'm sure my favorite bands, you, you don't listen to much at let all. Let me hear like, Let me l- name another one. Uh, Spoon. No. TV on the radio. No. Beck. Uh, I've, I have recently purchased some Beck. So yeah, I, uh, he's kind of eclectic. Yeah. Arcade kind Fire. Of. Um, no, but I, for some reason, I think I, Springsteen tells me I should listen to Arcade Fire. Really? So I should. He loves them. Really? Yeah, he does. Cool. I know uh, David Bowie like went to bat for them. But, yeah. Uh, every time I see them on Saturday Night Live, though, it's like a different. It's different every time. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're in spacesuits and then they're dressed as cowboys and then they're. Yeah, I didn't really get into their last album, but um, a friend of mine said it was their best. So. Arcade Fire. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Do you do you, do you listen to any of those bands, Kyle? I've heard like, of them, but I don't regularly listen to. Like I've I've heard a lot of TV on the radio because mm. my friend who likes Radiohead also likes them. So they should tour with Radiohead. It'd be TV on the Radiohead. It'd <laughs> be a nice T-shirt. Do you buy a T-shirt every time you go to the show? Yeah. 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 What else do you buy? Program. Uh, tour book. Button. I buy little pens. Like sometimes the enamel pens. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, souvenir. And uh, I actually had a a friend from high school. I commissioned her because she's a great artist. Uh, I commissioned her to do watercolors of of the band members. Uh, He's pulling these up on his phone, and it's not working. But I commissioned. Uh, I took photos from uh, Getty Images, yeah. Bonnaroo '06, and I sent it sent it to her, and she made these wonderful watercolors that I'm going to get framed. Tweet those. Tweet them, and then when eventually when this drops, they'll be there. They'll be in your feed, and people okay. can go through. I'll do that and uh, and see them. That that's, and that's your, great. That in the hundred or the twelve dollar sandwich. <laughs> yeah, picture that twelve dollar sandwich. Uh, the lettuce was just a, br- just a brick, just a brick between. Uh, I had someone make a sandwich for me the other day at Ralph's, and it was clear that this person had never made a sandwich in their life before. Really, they should work at Subway then. They were, they were like, they like put the bread and then like kind of looked at me like, "Is is this how it goes?" This how it goes? <laughs> and then like, and it was like cheese, and then they were like, uh, like one, and then like looked at me, and then like. Put another one down. Was, and the, like, was the cheese on the outside of the bread? <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was very bizarre. And, okay, but how was the end product? Was it? Did it taste good? Yeah, it tasted, it was fine. I was like a little bit of mustard and then they put on way too much mustard. Oh, that's the worst when you just say a little bit of the condiment and then they just... So all of it? <laughs> no, not three squeezes of hot mustard. And then she was like, do you want this toasted with the vegetables or without them? I was like... Well, without them, and then, then put them on. Yeah. It was very strange. That's very strange. And then did you get a Mexican Coke? Wink, wink. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, what else you got? You got another one. This is your day. You might as well play what, how many songs you want to play. Uh, sure. Give up, uh, the, give up the ghost. Give up the ghost.
there any um any documentaries about the band Radiohead? Mm-hmm. There's one called um, it's by Grant G. It's it documents them on uh, OK Computer. Mm-hmm. It's called Meeting People Is Easy, and uh, you can if you watch it. I mean, it's it's really artsy. It's really pretentious. Uh, it's all black and white, mm-hmm. and um, but when you watch it. Um, you can see like Tom York just on the edge and you can tell like why it goes from okay computer to kid a. Okay. And he plays, uh, some songs during that, on that documentary that don't show up until like uh, a moon shaped pool. Wow. So it's fun to see like the germ of the idea. And they just didn't think they were ready yet. So. Yeah. Did, um, now does, I bet Radiohead doesn't do this and you'll know they don't do any of these meet and greet packages, do they, where you can pay extra money to meet them? They do that. Uh, I don't know if they, pay extra money they do those um give to charity things okay and but you know like a lot of bands right now you can you can buy like the the ticket then you get to meet the band no they don't do I don't that. Think you can do that i don't think that do, but, have you met any of them have you ever waited at the no would you like to or do you think yeah, that might ruin it for you uh someone i met someone who met tom york mm-hmm. and he said um that he was a gigantic asshole <laughs> That's uh, terrible. Yeah. So, so you'd rather, yeah. So you'd rather not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the rest of them, like, they're all like, you know, uh, overly British. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they'll, you know, be nice to you, but kind of standoffish. Yeah. 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 So, all right. It'd be like meeting your hero and then him cheating on you. I'd be afraid of it. Yeah. Have we had, uh, have we had any horrible experiences? Like, horrible. Not really terrible. No. No, not really. No. Just Pat Benatar. Yeah, and it was more strange than horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really sour your opinion. It's more just funny no, to look back. No, and, and Brian Adams was cranky that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn Brian Adams! Be happy that people were even here. <laughs> um, you got one more on this album. You want to play it, or you want to move to? Oh no, no, that was it. That was, that was it. it. Okay, yeah. we are on to now. Five years. It's a long time. Yeah. Are you just are you just like what the fuck? What's going on? Is there Tom York solo stuff in that time period? Yeah, he came out with a, uh, an album called Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. Um, that again, you would hate. Don't ever listen to it. Uh, <laughs> but you like it. I do. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Phil came out with two solo albums too. Actually, the drummer. Okay, so they're 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 filling the void of no Radiohead. Yeah, and Johnny does all those scores for you know um, There Will Be Blood and mm-hmm. uh, and you buy all that stuff too. Uh, no, I just listen to it on Spotify. Okay. Did you listen to uh, the new Suspiria soundtrack? I did, yeah. I went yeah. and saw that movie. Me too. Yeah, I it didn't like crazy. the movie very much. No, it was like, the more I think about it, the less I like it. Yeah. Which is weird, but the music was good. We, I really like the music. We highly recommend Overlord. Overlord? Yes. Oh, the J.J. Abrams uh, zombie World War II yeah. thing? Yeah, it's not quite what you think it is. Though, oh, okay. Right? It's not yeah. really... I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't classify I wouldn't, it as a zombie, zombie movie. movie. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's great. Okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those movies that starts and you're just like edge of your seat the whole entire time. It just, like, it does not really slow down. It's pretty great. Is it in theaters or is it on Netflix? It's, it's, it's still in theaters. theaters right now. Okay. By the time this drops, it'll be, uh, it'll probably be coming out. Yeah. In like a month or so. Yeah. A month or so. But, uh, yeah. yeah if you were, I mean, I know you have a, 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 a new little one, so it's hard to get out to the movies, but if you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go to pick up some groceries, honey, three hours later. <laughs> it was really crowded there. <laughs> you didn't bring anything back. I just I got in line and I just, uh, just came home. It's fine. I did that actually uh, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to go Christmas shopping, like last minute Christmas shopping before my family came. Yeah. And I went and watched The Last Jedi again. 
and I got caught because I <laughs> left got the, caught. I left the computer up and the ticket was the first email up. <laughs> Mio texted me during the middle of it, like, how's the movie? And you're like, oh, what? Womp what? womp. What? Caught. And you have to and I, I did, did that as a decoy. <laughs> so you wouldn't think that I was I'm in the garage wrapping presents. <laughs> um so when a moon-shaped pool comes out, were you uh, were you thrilled with it? Was it did it satisfy your hunger for five years of no? It did. Radiohead. Yeah. My, was... my friend took off work. What <laughs> to go buy it when it when it came uh, out to just to, like listen to, to it stay. all day? He's like, oh, I'm just gonna listen to this all day. All right, that's like what people do. That's what that's <laughs> the society we live in. You know what? I need I need to watch season two of Jessica Jones, so I'm not going to go to work tomorrow. Also, we worked at AFV, and it was like the one of the worst jobs. AFV is America's America's uh, yeah funniest videos. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, so weird. So yeah. Okay, um, a moon Sorry. pool. So when you that's when good. it came out, oh, you yeah. were thrilled. That's right. Yeah, I was. It, I I love it. It uh, top to bottom. Uh, there's not a bad song on there, and the and the very last song, "True Love Waits." That that's been around for like uh, 25 years. So finally, but it's completely different from what it used to be. It used to be acoustic guitar, and now it's just piano. Let's go. Well, you said top to bottom, it's great. I'm going to start at the top with "Burn the Witch." Also had burn the witch. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, that is a good tune. I actually run to that song because of that uh, the plucking of the violin mm-hmm. strings. That's a good like pace setter. <laughs> I bet you not many people run to that. Would, yeah, I would say that is not a good uh, <laughs> running tune for me. But okay, if you want to run at a slow, boring pace, I guess so. <laughs> um, when when like a, when you said that song had been around for twenty five years, are you excited when it finally comes out? Or are you like yes? Okay, I was, I was super excited. I was. Uh, I mean, it's completely different from what it used to be. Yeah. Like, because uh, it used to be like it would pop up and uh, on like uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, it would pop up every so often on in concerts, and be like, oh, we get to hear Trill of Waits, <laughs> and and sometimes he would tease it right before going into everything in its right place. He would play like a little bit of it. Um, so when it came out, I was ecstatic. That's cool. Yeah, but it's not it's not one of the ones that you picked today, is it? No, I didn't think you'd like it. <laughs> well, you can't worry about what I'm gonna like. <laughs> So, I'm I'm cheating. Uh, I'm trying to pick only the songs that I think you guys would actually like. Yeah, you, you don't you don't have to do that. You can play you can play whatever you wanted to. Polk pull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, you know we're gonna have we're gonna have fun no matter what you play. You're a very you are a great uh, co-host. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. 
I didn't see. It's funny. Like, I didn't know what you look like. I didn't know anything about you. So when you showed up at the door, like, I didn't know. I actually thought like, I don't know why. What's that? I thought it was Colin Jost. How did you fly here from after, (laughs) from New York after doing the show? No, I, um, for some reason, I thought in my head that you were going to be like an older dude, like older than me. Like I thought like gray haired guy is going to show up, you know, but, uh, so when you showed up, I was like, oh, that's not at all what was in my head. Some sickly, like uh, yeah. ninety-five pound, yeah, uh, black long hair, Specky like Joanne. And then you were, you were, you were, you were a hair serious for like the first second. Thank you for inviting me here. <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's the southern. Uh, they beat you into submission. There, like, <laughs> yes sir, no sir, yes yeah. ma'am, no yes, ma'am. You're right. I still say um, yes ma'am and no ma'am. I'm not even from the south. <laughs> I say yes ma'am, no ma'am. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. <laughs> you wait for it. You're not around me when I'm being polite. <laughs> um, am I up? Uh, you just played Bryn the Witch, I think. Okay, so it's your turn. Uh, full stop, please. a a really well-reviewed album spin gave it nine out of ten rolling stone four and a half out of five q four out of five pitchfork 9.1 out of 10 9.1 come on (laughs) how 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 specific do you have to be to work at pitchfork for i gave it an 8.7 8.75 if you want to read the most pretentious thing in the world oh i don't it's the pitchfork (laughs) review for kid a really oh my god what did they give it high they gave it 10 out of 10 Wow. But even as a Radiohead fan, I was like, God, this is pretentious. <laughs> Can't we just enjoy it? You're ruining it for me. <laughs> um, what are those little books? Uh, there's got to be one. What are those? I have one for 33 the, uh, and a third. Yeah. Are there any? There's. I'm sure there's yeah, one for. There's two. As far as I know, there's two. OK Computer and Kid A. And have you read those? I did. Yeah. Those really depend on who wrote them because some are great and some are like, oh, boy. Both of them are terrible, I think. <laughs> uh, the, the guy who did OK Computer is OK. Um no pun. <laughs> <laughs> he is a computer. It was written by a computer. And the guy who wrote Kid A gets a Kid F. <laughs> no kidding. Like he, he makes it all about him. About how like oh, I think Wes Anthony was saying that about yeah. another one. Maybe it wasn't that one. But maybe it was something Could else. have been the same writer though. Yeah, maybe. Wow. Like it, literally in the first like sentence, he's like, I could write about Radiohead and what they went through during the making of this, but I'm going to talk about my reaction to it. Oh, right in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hard, it was a hard read. Wow. But I went through it. Yeah, there's a Nine Inch Nails one. I'm like, I always like, it's always sitting in my Amazon cart. Like I might buy it and then I'm like, I, I don't know. They only cost four bucks, don't they? This one's like 11, I think. Oh, Just geez. go to Barnes and Noble and read it while you're there. Like, oh, that's okay. what I did for both of them. They're probably on, it's probably on eBay too for like two bucks. They're yeah, so, maybe. They're so small. I like yeah. when he goes to Barnes and Noble and just reads them. Mm-hmm. That's equivalent to uh, downloading music illegally. <laughs> I guess you can do like no one's going to come up to you and Barton and no one go. You know, I've seen you here for the past week. 
All right. Well, I'm, uh, I think I'm gonna go into. I'm gonna run do some Christmas shopping here in Barnes and Noble. Okay, <laughs> chapter twelve. <laughs> Your bookmark's still in it. You you hid it somewhere in the store. They've got they've got like homeless people camping out in the bathrooms. They've got more problems than me just reading oh. a book for free. <laughs> That's a so Barnes and Noble in Altoona, Pennsylvania had like a big problem with people just like having sex in the bathrooms. What? Because my friend used to work there. What the fuck, man? Not not homeless, just like teenagers and like sex in the bathroom yeah. at the Barnes and Noble. Yeah. I gotta keep my kids out of the bookstore now. Don't read. Reading's bad. <laughs> um, uh, Identikit. Am I saying that right? Yeah. That's my favorite song off that album. And, but you didn't have it on your list, did yeah, you? Yeah, it's right there. Oh yeah, I see it. Sweet faced ones with nothing left inside. said earlier that uh, Nigel Godrich, is that how you say his name, has, uh, has been the producer for a long, long time. Would you at any time want them to to work with an outside producer? And, and do you have one in mind that you would like to hear them do something with? I No, I don't have any uh, producer in mind. And, like um, Daniel Lenoir? Is that how you say it? <laughs> the guy who's done a lot of the uh, some U2 stuff. And, oh, yeah, yeah. They tried, actually, um, when they were doing In Rainbows, they tried with another producer. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Um but they tried to do it and they recorded stuff for like a year and they just all, they, they put in the trash and they called Nigel and they said, please have us back. Okay. Just for some reason, like they just mesh well. They together. just mesh well. Yeah. I always find sometimes it, when the producer's there for too long, maybe there's no one to say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe that person's a yes man, but it seems to work for them. So that's good. Maybe he's been with them long enough that he, he feels comfortable saying and they will no, like and, and, and like a new producer maybe is like your Radiohead, so whatever you do is fine. Oh, that's thing. true too. Yeah. Hmm. When when he when he worked on them uh, with the Benz, they said like uh, during the recording of that star, uh, Black Star, it felt like the parents had left the room, like when he was the producer. So I think they just they're very comfortable. All right, that's good mm-hmm. then. All right. Well, it it doesn't seem to be. Uh, is he similar age to them? Yeah. yeah okay. And he plays in Tom York's other band, uh, Adams for Peace. Yeah. It's like Flea and him and um, this South American percussionist. That's insane. I can't remember his name. Do they have uh, Grammy Awards? They have to. Radiohead, right? yeah. They've got a couple. I don't think they've ever won like a big one. No album of the year or anything? No, I don't think so. They that's get nominated so, I'm shocked. You know, all the time for that Mercury Prize uh, in England. Uh, and but they, they never win? They never win. They're, they're the most nominated band Ever, but they've never won. Do they? Do they show up? <laughs> I feel I like know. they wouldn't be the band that's going to show up. Maybe he, Tom York, performed for the Mercury Prize Awards for his uh, solo uh, Eraser. Okay, he did. He did a song called Black Swan. It's really good. I'm trying to look up their. Uh, here we go. Awards and nominations. 
list of awards and a Grammy award. Let's see what they, I want to see what they got. Oh no. Okay. Computer. It's, oh no, they were nominated. I'm sorry. Okay. Computer was nominated for album of the year as was kid. A. I, I always like to let, well, I can't find it now. I can't find it quick enough, but I, I, I always like to see well, what, what did they lose to? And then it's uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, they probably lost something. Uh, maybe Beck one year. I'm not sure. No, they're probably okay with losing to Beck. Yeah, they uh, they performed at the Grammys for In Rainbows. They did 15 step. Um, it was just him and it was just Tom and Johnny, and they had the U, um, the either UCLA or USC marching U- band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. That's a good video. Uh, okay, so I played my two songs. Do you have two more? I have one more. You just, just one uh, more? Yeah. So uh, present tense. Oh yeah, because we had two. We had both had burn the witch and both had identikit. Yeah. said uh that's a great song yeah that's a good one we already said that creep would be our play out mm-hmm. and um did you ever hear the pretenders version of creep uh-uh. let me, no let me, i'll play a little bit for you there's a lot of really good covers of radiohead songs um and especially if it's like a female lead singer mm-hmm. they, they sound a little better than and this is from uh this is from like a, an acoustic live type mm-hmm. album called isle of view you were here before you in the eye just like an angel your skin makes me cry you float like a feather in a beautiful world I wish I was special so fucking special I'm a Right, so James, again, you are at at J Sandlin underscore four. Yes, you're going to post these uh, watercolors, watercolors that you had uh, commissioned. Yeah, by your friend. Yeah, is there five of them? Are they yeah, individual? Yeah, five of them. Yeah, and um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I can't wait to. Tell you. I'm going to get it framed like um, uh, all together in the one mm-hmm. long. It's going to look great. And where do you do you have a place to hang that in the in the house in the yes, apartment? I've already cleared it with Mio. Uh, we're going to put it in the hallway. Uh, there or no, yeah, we're gonna put it in the hallway. Okay, good. That's a piece of art. Though. That's yeah. a piece of art. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know how I got to hang all this stuff up up here. Because <laughs> I don't. Because you have to walk up and down the death stairs. The death stairs. 
Okay. Hey, look, I hope you had fun doing this. I had a great time. And uh, what we are attempting to do is have people that don't think they like Radiohead. Murray. To get into radio. <laughs> yeah, Murray doesn't like Radiohead. He likes the Benz. He likes the Benz. Yeah, he's the one that brought up the, the Benz last time. Yeah, because he surfs and I think he gets the Benz a lot mm -hmm. when he's out in the Yeah, water. it comes back up too fast. Yeah. Was, Terrible. Was there a, a Stiegel stinkeroo uh, that you had thought of, or just? Um, no, no, I don't have. I don't have a definitive stinkeroo for that. Do you have one? I thought. No, I was trying to think of which one you would pick, and I thought you would come at me with the uh, fitter, happier, the the computer voice one mm -hmm. on OK Computer. Oh, that that was that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't want. When someone comes in and they're talking about their favorite band, I don't really want to. Yeah, bust their shops. Yeah, yeah not too much. Out. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have yeah. the sequel Stinkaroo Sting playing. <laughs> and, then but, they, um, and then they go, well, that was my favorite song. You know? <laughs> like, oh, boy, sorry. Yeah. But um, well, thank thanks for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening to the show. And um, it was very nice to meet you. I really had, this was a really fun time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because you never know. You never know. I hope you yeah. had fun. Yeah, I was I was worried that you would uh, be like, "This is my next song. This is my next song." And just next hour and a half done. That would be no. What, <laughs> no, we're two hours and forty five minutes. I know, but we no, we don't. In my head, you told your wife, "I'll be back in an hour and a half." <laughs> no, With I don't. Traffic. Look, even I would never do that because I because I would just wouldn't do that. It's not. It wouldn't be fair to anyone, and it wouldn't be oh. fun. And no, and then no one else would want to do it either. No, no one would want to do it. And when if ever I find myself doing that, then that's when I'd stop doing the show because the show is all about having fun and talking to new people and enjoying music. So that's what we do. So cool. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. Uh -huh. We're at Rock Solid Show. Yep. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. James Sandler is at Jay Sandlin. Sandler. I said Sandler. Yeah. I said Adam Sandler. Jay Sandlin underscore four. Mm-hmm. And um, Joanne Sandlin is it Jay Sandlin? Yeah, you can follow Joe. Yeah, why don't we all follow uh, Joanne Sandlin uh, for and just she'll be like, I've all of a sudden got a bunch of followers. I'm going to tweet out a recipe. <laughs> These are my homemade biscuits. Um, I don't know why that's the woman. I don't know why I went. Julia, one tweet it was like hi, and then someone's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hi at Engelbert Humperding. Uh, so uh, this has been our Radiohead show. We're going to close out with Creep. And thank you, James, for being here. Thank you, Kyle. We're using the Fethead preamp mm -hmm. uh, mic inserts. I don't know what you call these things. It's a preamp. Well, it's good mic. we don't have to promote them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the company said we didn't even have to promote it. Just use them and say, a, say our name once in a while. All right. That's all for me. That's all for James. That's all for Kyle. Thank you for supporting us uh, through Patreon people. And this is uh, Creep.
Perfect soul. I want you 